We're back. Full disclosure, we are recording this podcast after we just got off a flight. <laughs> Which is why Whitney is dressed like a madam. You <laughs> like a gypsy traveler. Raise your arms Some up. Some people listen to a podcast. Some look at that. Know what I look like. Well, they will eventually. Why are Tune you into so YouTube. jealous of what I'm wearing? I really am. It's like a wizard coat. Why? <laughs> I came in here and you just were full of rage. Because we're not all at our house. Some of us had to wear our, our suitcase clothes. <laughs> Lucky came, for me, it's our merch. Um, we came right from the airport and Benton is irate that he didn't get to contour before we shot this podcast. You could have borrowed have stuff. A beard. Yeah. That is my contour. I walked in here. I decided I'd dress up for you guys because I didn't want to look like a slob. And I put on a cute little sweater that I've been... I actually ordered this sweater to wear on a date. It's a good... That's what I was just going to say. It's a good date. It's shirt. a great date sweater. It makes you look rich, which is rare. <laughs> but I realized that when I start dating someone, I instantly start buying clothes for dates with them. Clothes I think they will like. And it's sick. It's sick. Do I start buying the clothes for the person that I think the guy wants. You're a shapeshifter. Yeah. I start just sort of becoming a costume designer for this Zach Braff movie of like the Natalie Portman character. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy like fun, cozy. Like, I don't wear shit like this. Sorry for you guys that are just listening. It's like a belly shirt. It's like a cropped. Look, it's a cropped. I'm not this person. <laughs> Who is this person? It's a cropped crocheted sweater with a high neck and mutton sleeves. <laughs> Isn't mutton lamb? Yeah, but mutton's that's what they're called. They're like, like, what about who is this person? Why am I doing this? I mean, it's about time. So then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to save this for a date. I'm going to wear it. But don't I worry. Buy, I didn't buy it for a guy that I met on a dating app. But don't you worry. I bought it for me. Because if you're listening, she's still wearing shark teeth earrings. <laughs> I am. I love these. You don't like these? Because she wants you to know that she's vicious. <laughs> um, I do like those. So anyway, Benton, as as, per usual, is jealous of my top. Jealous of your boogie. <laughs> um, so just... I'm always insecure about these opens. I never think they're good enough or funny enough or sharp enough or informative enough. But today I'm especially insecure because I, we just flew back from Denver, Colorado. I always forget about the altitude in Denver. Dude, that city roofies you. The second you get in, <laughs> you're just out. Dude, dizzy. I have no idea what just happened. I, I came back. I had to take a nap. Which is so different than every other day. <laughs> I can't believe you had to take a nap. I do have the schedule of a toddler. Benton knows this. And shocked. I was like, a nap? You? No. <laughs> I have to nap twice a day. So that well, I lucky you're awake now. So that I don't turn into Cruella DeVille. But your epiphany mm -hmm. that you're going to have your... Um, your IUD taken out. <laughs> well, well, you just said that with a lot of pomp and your tiny, Your tiny crossbow, you're having it removed. <laughs> I am... The guard of the gate. <laughs> letting him off duty. I The keeper of the cave. <laughs> oh, letting the cave. him go. Oh, what a horrible visual. I'm it's done like, now. You it's can not go a ahead. cave. It's a tiny garage, as Cardi B called it. A tiny it. garage? For, for what? Little clown cars? <laughs> For like children's jeeps <laughs> like what are you talking about children's jeeps um okay so here's the deal i have been on birth control since i was like 15 okay not what stop doing math in your head 
<laughs> I'm just trying to see what year that would be. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's like, fine. Um, I did it. Uh, I did it more because I had headaches. I had migraines at a very young age and a doctor put me on birth control. I've been on birth control ever since. It's not ideal to be on birth control this long, but I've had to uh, because of my headaches. On Friday... What? Your headache. My sexy teenage headache. So anyway, I was just like a hot teenager that did a lot of fucking and had really bad headaches. <laughs> From your head hitting the headboard. <laughs> no. So I'm going off my IUD this week, switching to something else. But in order to switch to the new uh, IUD, it's like a little calamari that I have to jam up into my yeah. uterus, which I've heard is tilted. A doctor Your uterus specifically is tilted. I, I was... T- in. I mean... It's a tricky diagnosis. It's like a fair ride. It's just <laughs> round and around. It's til- it's jilted for sure. <laughs> I don't know about tilted, but I've had two different doctors. One told me that I had a small uterus and one told me that I had a tilted uterus. I, I don't know if it's tilted. I think I'm just arching my back because a stranger's hand is inside my body. I actually think <laughs> I think that might be why it's tilted, sir. This is before I knew there were female gynecologists. Like, I didn't even, I was just like, why am I going to some guy named Bob for my gynecology? I love that. Why don't I go to a lady named Mary? Yeah, Mary and Bob's Gynecology Center. Yeah, why, <laughs> like, why are guys even gynecologists? I'm sorry. It's just like a, it's a weird call. Because only men could be doctors for a real long time. I know, but it feels like, are we, are we good on that? Like, shouldn't we just have women do gynecology for no, a while? do what you're passionate about. That's what they say. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I just, if you're going into gynecology now as a man, isn't that kind of a wild decision? But listen, you've been on birth control for a long time now. I've been on birth control for a very long time. So that means your hormones are used to what they're used to. Well, I'm just scared. I'm going this Wednesday. Uh, I'm having my IUD taken out. And I, it's my personality is such a delicate balance of neurochemicals and hormones. You're a walking pharmacy. <laughs> and sodas and caffeine that I'm just, I have no idea who I am off birth control. I don't know myself as an adult woman off birth control. Well, maybe it'll change. I I, I mean, there's medically no way. I can't wait to meet me. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You're going to grow a forked tongue? (laughs) I don't know. Are guys into that? I mean, you're going to be like, you're going to overthink more things? Like what? I mean, what could possibly happen? You'll take more naps? You know, maybe maybe it'll be the opposite and like really amazing things will happen to you. Like your hair will grow longer and your eyes will get brighter and your nipples will get pinker. Like maybe that'll be what happens. <laughs> My nipples are pretty pink. I said pinker. <laughs> maybe that'll happen. Maybe you're being too negative about it. Merch alert! Pink nipples. Pinker. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger, badder, pinker. <laughs> and um, I talked about it on my HBO special, but when women are on birth control, essentially we start to smell pheromones in men differently because our body thinks it's pregnant. I mean, you're essentially pregnant. That's why you can't get pregnant. That's what birth control does. It makes your body think that you're pregnant so it doesn't shed your uterine lining. I just I have like that. Benton's face. <laughs> I like that. I do. It's so amazing what women's bodies can do. Um, it's just one big magic trick nightmare. And so you're attracted to a different kind of man when you're on birth control and when you're off birth control. As, uh, apparently when you're on, I explained this very elegantly 
Pain is my friend. I broke my shoulder, didn't go to the doctor for four days. I can handle pain. I have a high tolerance for pain. Or you're just, that's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to the doctor because you broke your shoulder? What? Well, I just, I have a high tolerance for pain is my point. When I got the IUD put in, I, not only did I fly off the bed and I hit my head on the back wall, I puked afterwards. It hurt so bad. Yeah, you thought it was like there was a weird pain in the center of your body. Because it was a weird... Like where a soul should be. It was... <laughs> It's an empty place. <laughs> you were like, what is that? It was an exorcism. <laughs> you didn't even know. They're going to go, but you don't have an IUD. You're like, damn. You swore I did. Those are the little sticks from the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> that little bundle of sticks. That is what it kind of looks like, though. The IUD is just like... It's a sketchy device. Those little bundles of sticks are called fetishes, too. Yeah, I have a fetish up in my uterus, for sure, and I'm going to get it taken out, which is a whole other fetish. But, <laughs> I bet I could video it and put it on OnlyFans and make some cash. Oh, that's a, that's a niche put, market. Should we put my IUD on eBay <laughs> See, for charity? Wait, will they give it back to you? Or is it, or is it, that's going to be medical waste. You can't I don't have that know back. if you can keep your IUD or not. That's a really good my question. My dad kept his hip bone. His polio-infested hip bone. Looks wild. Where is it? I have a picture of it somewhere. But he got his hip removed? <sighs> yeah, he had his hip replaced because he had polio. So he had it replaced, and then now the hip bone just sits on a shelf in our hunting room. <laughs> you you thought... know I want to know more about it. <laughs> well, you, you know that picture's staying up. <laughs> you would have thought you after know... two years, you would have known I had a hunting room. <laughs> You you know you should elaborate on that point. It's just a room full of guns and bullets. My dad reloads shells in there and stuff. And it has like guns and all kinds of things. What else? Ben <laughs> 10 is in the hunting room. I mean, not things you're going to like. The only interesting <laughs> thing I've heard today. What else? There's lots of bullets. I think there's some grenades. Um... There's AK-47s, I think, are in there. From where? I don't know. Where my dad got them. They're all legal, though. He has licenses for everything. What does he do with them? And the grenades don't work. They're like shells of grenades. Just okay. so everyone's clear. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, he, there's just, I mean, we, he shoots things with them. What do you mean when he's dead with the guns? I, he shoots deer, squirrels, <laughs> whatever you can shoot with a gun legally. Shooting a squirrel probably takes a lot of skill. They're so I mean, they stop. squirrely. Huh? They stop and stand. They don't move forever. They're suicidal. They're not sharks. They don't swim in circles. Um, <laughs> what do you mean they stop and stand? They stop. Like, they're not running around when you shoot them. You wait for them to stop, and then you shoot it. Yeah, but the second you shoot it, doesn't it hear it and then get all wily? Well, when you shoot it, it's dead, so it won't do anything. I need to know more about your IUD. Because you said it hurt somebody that lady told you you had to have an epidural. Oh, she literally said to me, the doctor was like, uh, after my reaction to getting the IUD put in... My uterus. Maybe I've just not, maybe I've just, I don't know. Maybe guys haven't gone deep enough. I don't, I don't know what's happening that my uterus was so unscathed in that area. I had a virgin uterus. Uh, she was like, you're going to have to have an epidural when you have a kid. I was like, first of all, I will be buying a kid. Let's be honest. We well, can't wait for that text message at I, three in the morning. 
Get, I need a kid. Where can we find one? And then the 14 follow-up messages. Did we get it? Is it on the way? Where's the kid? Is the kid coming? Did we get a kid? Can you Let's rush it. Kid? Can you rush it? Can you call about the kid? That's not the kid I ordered. Yeah. That's not the size. I ordered Different two kid. sizes because I didn't know what size I wanted. Also, can we rewind? Do you think that do you think that dicks reach your uterus? I don't know. I as soon as I said it, I got uh distracted and confused. I don't know that much about that's a Willy Wonka ass dick if it's going all the way up there. <laughs> this is the elephant in the living room. Women know nothing about our own vaginas. Uh, I couldn't tell you the difference between a labia and a clitoris. I, I don't. I truly don't know. I thought I was laying <laughs> eggs. Like I don't under. I don't know. No one teaches us. My generation wasn't taught about our own vaginas. Well, truly, get a pocket mirror. Time to learn. No, thank you. No, I'm good. I feel like that <laughs> ship has sailed. I feel like I would have rather have learned about it in its glory days. Um, when I was a kid, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're gonna, uh, you're gonna get a kid, have a kid, buy a kid, have a kid. Okay. So here's what I've decided. Cause when you're touring comedian, you have to plan out your whole year, you know, because basically I'm touring next fall. I think all the rescheduled dates from COVID are now going to be fall 2021. I'm th I just turned 38 years old. TikTok. I'm not talking about the app or am I? <laughs> I just... I need to think about when I'm gonna have a kid. And I was like, you know what? I, for the longest, I guess so many like Hollywood people have had kids on their own that it stopped being cool to have a kid on your own. Yeah, now you guys just have them, you can eat them. <laughs> Time to stay young, we know what you're doing. <laughs> for the adrenochrome? Yeah. Is that real? No. I mean, surely not. Okay. Let's not get into that. Yeah, but let's, okay, sorry. <laughs> I will say that um, you're going to have- I don't want pizza emojis all over my Instagram. It would be nice for you. Are you going to, are you you're just going to have the baby? Here's what just I'm thinking. You? Here's what I'm thinking. I don't, like, I guess I just, I don't want anyone to be sad for me. Like, I'm just a snob about the people I date and I love my life and I love my animals and I love my friends. And if I find someone great, but I also like, I'm down to have a kid on my own. But the only reason I don't want to is because I don't want people to be like, she's so brave and triumphant. And she, I'm just like, that's not true. I'm not, I'm, I'm the opposite of brave. I'm scared of involving a person that annoys me and leaves their hoodies everywhere and their wet towels on my bed. So I'm just going to do it alone. It's not an act of resistance. It's an act of uh, cowardice. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> if the baby doesn't have a dad, who will remember the baby's name and birthday? You, you're the, no, I'm the dad and you're the mom. And I just want to know, I'm like, the deadbeat dad <laughs> and you're the baby's mom. We have to be really clear that you know that babies are people and uh -huh. one day they will grow up and not like you for about seven years. They'll have different, you know, thoughts, feelings, opinions. You ready for that? Oh, so they'll be like my Instagram followers? They'll be like a, they're yeah, like a live here. They're like a live comment section. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like your Instagram followers. They're gonna live in your house. Fuck yeah! And if you hit them, you go to jail. <laughs> you can't block them or anything. So just, we're just I have a gaggle of bitches that would help me raise. We're also all comedians. Yeah, female comedians raising a baby. It'll be like um, Labyrinth, David Bowie and Labyrinth. All the gremlins. <laughs> Goblins. <laughs> Goblins. Do you know what I mean? It'll be like the um, the craft, your favorite. Okay. It'll be like a bunch of childless witches raising a babe. You didn't watch that movie because it didn't turn out good. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it'll be like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll end fine. <laughs> but you're going to do it. You might do it by yourself. I think I might In do it. In a year. Well, because here's the thing. I don't want, I, I am all for having Babies late if you're a woman. That's great. Godspeed. Janet Jackson had a baby at 50. Good for you. Right. I think 
Chloe Sevigny had one at 45. I just don't want to do that. I can do that. I believe women should be able to do that. <laughs> I don't want to be an older mom. I, tr I truly, I want to be able to beat up my kid and win. I want to be fat. I want to be able to beat my kid in a race. It's safe to say you will not be getting to adopt a kid if someone listens back to this. The, yeah, the adoption I'm not, worker will be like, is no, not ideal. This is not ideal. If I decide to adopt, we're going to have to take this down. Uh, <laughs> won't be the first time we had to take a podcast down really quickly. Um, but I want, I, I, I do want to make sure I'm like physically available to fight my kid back if it attacks me. No, what? Are you planning on raising this kid in a trailer park? Why are you fighting it? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I are you just recreating precious? I might be <laughs> I might be projecting because I was a punk ass kid. I when my parents got divorced, I got so angry when my mom started dating a new guy. I'm not proud of this. I can't believe I'm admitting it. <gasps> but my mom started dating a new guy and I got mad at her one day and I called her a hooker. I thought this was gonna be so much better than that. That's she, all you said. She smacked me across the face, and I hit the floor. <laughs> hit the floor, and literally the second I hit the floor, I was like, "You're right, you're right." And every time I talk to my mom, I'm like, "Thank you for doing that." Forever the dramatics, hitting the floor. I was like, Whoa! "You full telenovela Whoa! spin." Yeah, dude, <laughs> she hit me so hard, and she was so fucking right to do so. What was the guy's name? Um, I just want to know who got you slapped. Ron, I think. Ron. 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 Like, not even worth Fuck it. Fuck Ron, mom. But sometimes, I mean, and I also, I'm not like, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be 50 and like cutting up orange slices for soccer practice. Like, I'm not, I'm going to be, when I'm 50, I'm going to be in bed like the grandpa from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And let's hope no matter what age you are, you're not cooked for the kid. Let's <laughs> hope that you let somebody else take care of that I'm just saying I don't want to have a kid late. I know that's, is that not a feminist thing to say? I can, I just don't want to. You can do whatever you want. That's feminist. That's exactly right. I feel like I'm not being forced to have a kid. <laughs> yeah, who are you arguing with? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> me and my... Is anyone watching? Many personalities. <laughs> no, it's like, I just feel like now there's this pressure for me to have a kid later so that I can, like, be a role model or something. Like, if I have a kid, I, like, sell out. Oh, yeah. They're like, what'd you save that money up for? I know. They're uh, just like, oh, you're just gonna have a kid? You're just gonna, like... It's like, well, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll buy a water slide. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I, I do think I would do the donor thing. Sperm and donor. I started, uh... Uh, dipping my toe into the donor pool of sperm. That's gross. It's a gross <laughs> thing to say. I was on an airplane in a pandemic. That's the least gross thing I've seen today in my brain. Um, here's the thing. The sperm donor market is a sketchy market. It's a wild, like, it's like an app, basically, or a website. It's like a dating app or a website, and all the photos of the guys come up. And they're all like 22 and hot. They all look like Hitler's dream. Like they all look like Nazis. They're like gorgeous blondes with like blue eyes. It's kind of uncomfortable. You were just on OK Cupid, weren't you? <laughs> yes. You were like, I don't understand why they're asking me so many questions. <laughs> um, and when you're looking for someone that's solely a donor and not a boyfriend or potential husband it's such a different experience it's so liberating because you're just like height height weight height like that's all you give a fuck about and i is like is that what it's like to be a straight guy going on apps i was like this is so much easier like i don't have to like check if you're oh, a you're only person. Worried about it. look that's all i gave a shit about even on the sperm donor sites they have these little bios that say like their interests and like once like i went to harvard law school i'm like i don't give a fuck where you went i don't care what first of all if you went to harvard law school 
and you're giving jerking off into a cup for money, something went very wrong. Well, maybe that's how you paid for Harvard Law School. I was thinking about this hmm. when you brought this up. Maybe that's how you paid for it. And that might make that baby a little survivor, which would be a great skill to have <laughs> in a home where we just leave pans burning and tubs running and candles lit, doors <laughs> wide open. I mean, I don't care about my sperm donor's interests. It was like loves to swim. I don't give a fuck. How tall are you? I want my donor offspring to be able to pull himself out of a, a ravine if necessary. I don't care what he does on the weekends. Oh, the best is when it's like the sperm donor sites are like, uh, good sense of humor. I'm like, that has nothing. That's not your genetics. That's not, you don't inherit a good sense of humor. You get a good sense of humor from a bad childhood. That's not. Well, your kid will be a hoot. And what are you going to do? You're going to bully them, feed them banana bread pancakes, <laughs> some vegan whipped cream. It's weird also because the the donors, that they're more expensive. Some are more expensive than others. And the ones that are the most expensive are the ones that have yielded the most, the biggest brood, if you will. What? The ones that get the most women pregnant are the ones that are the most expensive, the most what? sperm. I know. It's like racehorses. That is softcore <laughs> sex trafficking. <laughs> So I'm wait. I'm so stuck on the fact that like the more kids they have, the more money they. I cost. know it's intense. So now your kids is gonna have a bunch of siblings that they don't know about. That feels like abuse. But I have a lot more questions about your IUD. Oh, okay. I prepared for a very long time. <laughs> um, I kept yelling at Benton yesterday on a Sunday to prepare for this open because I just could not get my shit together. So he's written five pages. And also on the airport, and also on the plane. Yes. Uh, and in the Uber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I run a tight home. ship. I crack the whip. Um, twenty three and me. You never finished your sentence. What's the big thing? The thing about the twenty three and me is, I, it's more that if I have two kids, let's say I have two donor kids, this is an ethical dilemma. Do you want to have them both from the same donor, or do you do different donors? Like, do you want them to have? Well, you want to make then it I'm in a relationship with a donor. Yeah, but you want them to have an escape plan, so it might be easier <laughs> for them to have the same donor. Are, are you, you worried jealous about that I'm them? not? Are you worried about them sperm? having a lot? Of, no. <laughs> are you worried about them having a lot of um, siblings that they don't know? I have a lot of siblings I don't know, and it's worked out fine. Okay, well, I just wonder because you told me in the hotel you thought it was incesty, and that has really stuck in my head. <laughs> well, it is because I don't know what kind of Greek tragedy your children are going to be living through. What <laughs> gods cursed them to fucking their siblings? Here's the thing: I learned that I had a bunch of siblings, half siblings that I didn't know, and when I learned that. I was like, You're like oh, I'm gonna fuck them. What if I've dated one of them? <laughs> like, well, I don't know. But then uh, uh, we talked about how you smell the pheromones of siblings and they're repellent to you. So if someone smells bad to you, if a guy smells really bad to you or a girl smells really bad to you, there's a chance that you're related in some way. Or he's wearing Axe body spray. <laughs> Amanda Cerny's on the pod. We get really granular about how she got famous on Instagram, about what influencing is, how to do it. She did it all herself. She didn't wait around for someone else to do it for her. She didn't wait around for the gatekeepers. She just fucking buckled down. She taught herself how to edit, look at her and go, okay, I can do this. Like, I think for me, I was so like, who do I need to be on social media? And, how, and it's just like, you just need to be yourself and the best version of yourself. And if you have like, you know, negative traits that are holding you back, like go fix them, you know, like find a way to um, make sure that your heart shines through in what you do publicly yeah. on social media and make sure that when someone looks at your stuff, because your social is everything now, it's your storefront, that people have a have put you in like a positive folder in their 
brain. Yeah. You know, when they think of you, they think of something positive. I mean, I we, in the podcast, you talk a lot about her, like her career and job and how she does all that. But for me, it's really I'm really interested in who someone is when the camera's off. And like the listeners should know that she is like such I think that comes through. I mean, I think it is too, but I mean, like, I, there are people that I think on camera, you know, you, you don't know. You don't know what someone is when they're at, yeah. when they're on camera and who they're yeah. not. And I don't think you can fake something for two and a half hours. I think that's the thing about podcasts, and I think that's why podcasts are changing uh, entertainment so much, because I don't think you can fake it for two and a half hours. I mean, yeah. there's, there are people that will not come on this podcast, and publicists won't let them come on this podcast, because they know. I can go on Jimmy Kimmel for eight minutes and pretend to be a good person, but you can't get away with it for two and a yeah, half hours. Yeah, and she is. I mean, that little interaction so, meeting, I'm really thankful that you brought Amanda to us and we got to meet her because I mean that little interaction that we had in your backyard I mean that like refilled my cup I felt like yeah she's cool your diva cup mm -hmm. my blood I also um it also there's a lot I have a lot of epiphanies with her like her coming into my life made me realize a lot of old programming that I had that I needed to look at and work on so I'm excited for you guys to hear it um sorry Benton and I are so tired I'm gonna go back to bed uh WhitneyCummings.com more tour dates are being added have been added Merch uh, comes out October 9th. All that new merch that you guys love that Benton is wearing right now yeah. is on sale. Love you. Enjoy Amanda Sahernia. Bye. We now take a break in our regularly scheduled programming to talk about one of my favorite things. Two of my favorite things, frankly. Balls. <laughs> love them. Can't get enough of them. The only... <laughs> The only problem with dicks and balls, and as you may have guessed, we're talking about Manscaped right now. And I'm so glad this company exists because balls were not set up to win. They were placed in a very unfortunate area of the body, a place that does not get much sunlight, does not get much ventilation, that is downright swampy. And that's not your fault. And up until now, there were not a lot of products that were especially designed to clean those stalactites. But now we have Manscaped. Now we have they Manscaped. They just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Ooh, now I can start dating guys in the UK, Canada, and <laughs> Australia. <laughs> they also just released their Crop Care Kit, which is formulated bundle to give you A-plus balls and the ultimate male hygiene hack. A-plus balls, valedictorian balls. <laughs> the Crop Care Kit includes the Crop Preserver, which is the ball deodorant. Ooh. Uh, the name I speaks for itself. I love a ball deodorant. The fact that this wasn't around when I was in college really oh, it's very unfortunate it gets better for you they also have a crop reviver which is a ball toner Ooh. a spray on toner that gives your balls a little slice of heaven with their aloe vera and hazelnut extract not hazelnut <laughs> hazel but you're thinking about nuts well i mean hazel <laughs> has to come from hazelnut right <laughs> uh, but can i tell you balls again it's not your fault balls look like dried apricots i don't know why the consistency of that skin is so thin you have got to tone it Little aloe vera will really make a big difference. I don't know what this, the, why that skin always looks like. Um, it's for temperature regulation. Oh, that's why the skin on balls is so thin. They're, they're filled with sperm. You guys have. Oh, that's true. You also get the crop cleanser, which is a body wash, a full body There's wash. There's sperm in there. Take care of them. Oh my gosh, the future of humanity is in these little sacks. Preserve them. <laughs> Revive them, <laughs> cleanse them, and mop them. And mop them. <laughs>
<laughs> with ball wipes. You never know Crop when the mop ball wipes. I That's love funny. that. You never know when the opportunity will strike, so you should always be prepared. Oh, please be prepared. Don't go into my bathroom and start using my expensive soap. Your eye creams. Well, yeah, washing <laughs> your balls with my expensive eye creams and towels. You can always tell when a guy has tried to wash his scrotum like really quickly in your bathroom. There's like water on the ceiling. It's like <laughs> all around the scene. I know. It's like, dude, dude. I, so obvious. You're like, why do you smell like patchouli? Yeah. <laughs> why do you smell like Elizabeth Arden diamonds? The ew. <laughs> white diamonds. The kit also comes with a foot duster, which is a foot deodorant. Love That's it. That's a free gift. This is so great. And you get the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Offers a replacement ceramic blade with advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. It's replaceable ceramic blade. Yeah, We're you, very tired, guys. We are very hungover and jet lagged. It's also waterproof. The formulas are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, paraben-free. So good. Because here's the thing about the Lawnmower 3.0. This is I have given these to men because I run a tight ship, and what they tell me is that it doesn't. Am I allowed to say this? It doesn't cut their balls. Yeah, skin safe technology. Yeah, because it's like oh, if you just use like some regular like janky rusty ass razor that you got in a hotel for you, it's gonna rip your ball skin. There's a little light on it. It's waterproof. It has a rechargeable stand. A light. That's good. And you get twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com with also, code Whitney. You can use it on your butt. Sorry, some of you guys have very hairy butts, and it's jarring. It's jarring. I'm just saying, some guys like fingers in their butts now, and if you want a finger in your butt, you got to make it a hospitable place. Yeah, you're not pushing that finger through a wicker basket. <laughs> if you care for those beautiful balls of yours, all you have to do is go to their site, hit a few buttons on your phone, and it will change your life for the better. <laughs> Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code Whitney. Add some swag to your saggy bag. This is it, guys. This is it. Shalom, fresh. <laughs> Hello, Fresh. Um. <laughs> hey, Fresh. Oh, hey, Fresh. What is like? I love the name. Hello. We'll get to the product in a second, but I love the name Hello Fresh. It's just such a positive. Like the two best words in the English language in one thing. Hello, Fresh. What? How else do you say? Bonjour, Fresh. Bonjour, Fresh. Say it in French. Aloha, Fresh. Aloha, Fresh. Aloha, Fresh. Hey, Fresh. <laughs> 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 you guys know HelloFresh. Now is the time to actually act on your desire to order HelloFresh. You've heard about it on podcasts. You've thought, that's a good idea. They just deliver amazing meal kits to your home. America's number one meal kit. Number one meal kit. I should do that. It saves you time, money. They're delicious, nutritious. I just heard about that on a podcast. I should do that. I'm an I should do that person. And I'll do that for like a year. I'm I've like, been doing this. I See, I, I'm not, it takes me a while. I'm like, I should do that. I should totally, that's such a great idea. Today's the day to act on that idea. HelloFresh offers convenient delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. No rigmarole. You know me and rigmarole. I can't, you go to the grocery store, you go get all the stuff, you can't find it. It's all in the weird, all the aisles are wrong. They put the ragu next to the eggs. You're like, what? This makes no sense. You forget half the ingredients, then you get home and you're like, ah, oh, I didn't get turmeric. 
But with HelloFresh, it all comes pre-measured in a box, and then each meal comes in a little bag. You get a recipe kit. You can add things like garlic bread, tiny desserts. You don't have to do like, dishes after. Sorry, that's my main. <laughs> you do have to do dishes after because you will have to cook with them. So that's not true. Um, but good, I mean, you good don't try. Have, you don't have to do like all like it's like cuts down. Like when I did the uh, my last, it was the chickpea couscous. I just put it right in, and then it was like it was like two bowls. Opposed to if I had made chickpea couscous, it'd be like nine balls. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's good math. That is, yeah. That's solid. I'm going to tell you, Wendy doesn't know how to cook, so she probably did use two balls. <laughs> um, I can cook with HelloFresh. But HelloFresh does I'm give you, it tells cook. you what you need. It'll tell you if you need bowls, measuring. It tells you everything on the instructions. Very easy. The meals are super <laughs> it fast. It was still good. <laughs> she just ate it cold. I, I, can already, I can already tell you. <laughs> They're also committed to giving back. HelloFresh is committed That's to making cool. fresh, delicious food available more than now more than ever. They've taken extra steps to keep its employees and customers safe during uh, with contactless delivery. Awesome. Um, all the packaging, like the food, they leave it in front of your door. All the food stays fresh, cold. The meats are in there until you get back and put it in your little fridge. Um, it's great. I also like that it's um, all the ingredients are already measured for you. Like you don't have to, you know, like the measuring fucking spoons and the things like you know yeah you never know what those are they'll just send you what you need if you and need balsamic like, what is this what is this one fourth half of a cup squared the root of pie like it's it's never the same it's like wait is this in english sizes it's like is this even do you know what i mean yeah hello fresh takes care of it so it's like can you convert no is if you need decibels is this Fahrenheit? Like, I don't even know. You can't even read the ingredients and it doesn't match with the little spoons you got. If you relate to this, you really need HelloFresh. <laughs> if any of that made any sense, just just order it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash goodforyou80. What's and your favorite one? Code, well, I'm currently on the Calorie um, Smart program. Oh, that's cool. Because I'm trying to ruin your life. Bye. <laughs> by losing all this weight stealing all my clothes getting so hot and being in a Baywatch movie <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> um, but yeah I did the Calorie Smart one and I but if I'm not doing that I love like they have a Texas mac and cheese one Ooh. that's like it's like all these cheeses and it's like pepper it's so good it's like spicy how long does it take to cook I think that one takes like literally 20 minutes for like and I think it's a meal for two or four you can get either one. Oh, and you can it. keep it like for the week well yeah before the pandemic I made it for friends one time we ate it it was really good Ooh, I didn't think about that one time I ate it with nachos before I was on the calorie smart plan. Oh, <laughs> it was great. That's a good call. I really am like I get I, I'm like a creature of habit. I'll eat the same thing for like two weeks and then I'll switch to another. Like I don't. That's just my brain. But the chickpea couscous I'm super obsessed with. Um, it's not like too spicy. And then there's two chickens. There's a paprika chicken that makes me feel very worldly. And then there's a Mediterranean chicken. Am I saying it right? I mean, yes. It's just like, I just, I'm good with just all the chickens are just like, I feel like I got my protein. I got my vegetables. Like, I feel like I'm just like, I can kind of uh, be relaxed during the day. Cause I know when I have a hella fresh meal at night, I'm gonna like get all the vitamins I need. So I can kind of eat trash during the day. They probably don't want me to say this in the ad, but I just feel like I know that I'm going to eat healthy at night so I can kind of drink soda all day. Again, if you're related to that, please just order the <laughs> kit. And I'm, this is no joke aside, or this is no joking. Literally, I've tried probably every meal they make so far and I've never had a bad one. Love it. Never. That's it. Ben Benton doesn't lie. Go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodForYou80 and use code GoodForYou80 to get a total of $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. That's HelloFresh.com slash GoodForYou80 and use code GoodForYou80 to get $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. It's weird that we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, humble, let's be honest. It's unexpected, yeah. Yeah. to say the least. Yeah. But it works, though. Like, I feel like we're alike in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, we look exactly alike and we have the same exact body. You're like the, the second me I've always wanted. <laughs> or I'm the second you, I guess. Or like your third robot. Fourth robot. <laughs> Which you one? look exactly like my robot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Which a huge compliment. Thanks. I mean, that was designed by professionals. It's a so. better version of me without dead eyes. No, but I, I think the way that we met, it might not have been a big deal to you, but it was a big deal to me. What? It was. <laughs> Yes, it was a big deal to me, too. We spend a lot of time on the show uh, overanalyzing and uh, little tiny moments for mm -hmm. like an hour. Mm -hmm. No, but when you and I met, it was a big deal because I, as everyone on the show knows, uh, historically have some... I'm spooked a little bit by female friendships. Mm -hmm. I've had some heartbreaking female friendships. I grew up around really complicated, sensitive women that I had to walk on eggshells around, a lot of borderline personality disorder. And as a result, I was in really toxic friendships for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And when you and I met, I was kind of just getting back out there. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, because like the one in the first... You're my rebound. <laughs> yeah, jeez, am I going to stay around? Because rebounds usually don't. No, I'm just practicing. Testing. Uh, okay. Practicing. <laughs> um, yeah, but when I met you, it didn't come across like that at all. Because like we were doing David Spade's show and that's mm -hmm. how we first met. And then when we were like going, I'm like going to be with comedians and I'm like, I do comedic acting. I'm not a stand-up comedian. And then I'm sitting there like about to, we're about to start with you guys. And I'm like, okay, well this is like, I'm a little bit nervous, but then immediately like you, like you touch my arm, you're just like, oh, it's like, you're going to do great. You're going to, and like so welcoming, made me feel Sounds comfortable. Sounds a little patronizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey. <laughs> no. Oh, you're going to do great. Yeah. Good luck out there. <laughs> No, it was just that, be yourself. It, it was really genuine and it made me more relaxed and made me like I was so much more comfortable. I felt good being there. I felt good leaving there. I wanted to do the show again, even just because of you. Like, so it just made me you just made me feel really good. And that's not and I'm not just saying that, like, because it's just not that normal, which is weird for L.A. or in life, you know? Two things happened, and I think that I never, I couldn't have done that ten years ago because mm -hmm. I was programmed. You're, am I allowed to ask your age? Yeah, thirty, right? You're thirty. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh my god, I'm so bitch. You're thirty. <laughs> um, easy. Uh, you just hold on to that last. I'm year. actually thirty five. Yeah. I'm forty five. I look great. <laughs> <laughs> just like always, do it up. I think that's the best strategy. Yeah, just I know people are like Whitney lies about her age. I'm like, no. If I was gonna do it, I'd lie up yeah. so that I seemed like I looked young. Yes, seventy seven. I look yes. great. Wow. You know, but ten, I'm 38. So t if 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 we had done that 10 years ago, I don't think it, it would have gone would down have been like mean that to me. I don't think I would have been mean to you. Like I think I would have been overly <laughs> nice, but saccharine and probably not as genuine because yeah. I was insecure and I was mm. programmed to believe that women were your competition. Yeah, like well, I grew up with a lot of that shit. Yeah, I mean that's how a lot of everybody was raised. I think that's why like women friendships are always like, oh, like so hard to be friends with girls. It's because we were kind of raised to always just be in competition with each other to compete to get the limited amount of jobs that were like available yes, to each other. Or, or the even quarterback for, or Yeah, whoever. the guys are like, you know. So yeah, it's always been like that. And now it's like, which is great. Like I think the new generations probably aren't going to have that as much. I know. It's like, <laughs> like with you, I, can I tell you? So Amanda, um, 
as you all know, has whatever, 25 million followers on Instagram and YouTube and all that. I'm probably getting those numbers wrong. Um, a little bit more. Like your age. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I overshot the age. I undershot the followers. This is sabotage. <laughs> this is really this bad. Is so I feel uncomfortable. Benton, like, get me out of here. Have? How many followers do you have? Like what? Like 10 million? Uh, well, no, no. It's, it's fine. Like you were close enough. I actually have this theory. I had the, There's this actress in Hollywood who always hated me and she was such a fucking saboteur, but it's the kind of thing that like no one could understand it. She would give you these like backhanded compliments mm -hmm. where she would over compliment you to the point to where you had to correct her and insult yourself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's like, she's she very, like, hey, oh my God, congratulations. Oh my God, I heard you just got that job where um, uh, you're doing that movie with Denzel Washington. Congratulations. Like, no, it's not Denzel. And you have to be like, no, actually it's a Wayans brother, but okay. Uh, like your achievement was minimized yeah, by yeah. her over complimenting you. Yeah. And you're like, how did you? I love that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like, that's a really that is a smart my go to move. From Does she now have on. a book? Yeah, uh, she does have a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not about that, but how she did write a book. I think at some point. But yeah, she would be like, oh my god, I heard you just bought a house. Oh my god. I'd be like, yeah, I did. And she'd be like, oh my god, is that that one? Um, oh my god, that one up in Bel Air mm -hmm. that was just for sale. And I'm like, nope, Studio City. <laughs> uh, it was not the Bel Air. I was so proud of that until you just did that. Yeah, that was amazing. That's a good, I've never heard of that strategy, though, but it works. It's such a mind fuck, yeah. dude. Great. How did you just hurt my feelings on yeah. my special day? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, but it's interesting because uh, when uh, Big Name Drop, Liza Koshy was over this mm, weekend as yeah, well. Big Name Drop. As you can tell by my hat. <laughs> Your whole I was. I'm just, I'm just dressed like her now. <laughs> it looks and, good, though. Thank you. Like, well, I mean, she does, I'm trying to think, I don't think she was in a hat this weekend. No, I was just having a shitty hair day and I put a hat on and now it looks like I'm trying to be young. <laughs> I don't think she was in a hat this weekend. Like that would make it. Well, she yeah. wasn't wearing a hat when I saw her. So <laughs> yeah. I Does invented she always wear a hat. I she feel like, like one time wore a hat. I yeah. do <laughs> picture Liza Koshy's always having on like an orange hat. Like I feel like that's, she could pull that off. Yeah. She's like the only person that can like oh, pull yeah. off oh, these yeah. all the time. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But something interesting happened. Where you were over, and she, and I invited her over too, and I didn't tell either of us. Why would I? That'd yeah. be weird. <laughs> and I saw you both, and I went, "Oh my god, I hope they get along." That was my first, <laughs> really, like my old reaction, yeah. the old blueprint of women don't get along, especially they're competitive with each other because you're both really, really famous, successful influencers. What is that? Am I sexist? Am no. I sexist? Well, what is that? No, because we're in the same industry, but different. I, you know, I don't know. Like, it's a normal thought to have because it's like me bringing, if I brought a new female comedian, now that I know you, I wouldn't. Never do that. Yeah. <laughs> are you fucking loco? <laughs> the female comedians I like are in my house at all times. <laughs> but I know if I brought one, you would be nice to her. Yeah, of course. Like, you wouldn't, and then you'd be like, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Well, it just was interesting to me because I was like, oh my gosh, I guess this next generation of women likes each other. Yeah. This is wild. Yeah, yeah, they support each other. You guys were like snuggling on the sofa. It was actually You're wearing armor for a battle that's over. <laughs> the that's war what, is over? That's what did she I told lose? me one time. Yeah? When did I tell you that? When I was talking about how I didn't like talking to guys and I was rude to them and you had to quit being rude to everybody that comes in the house because they were all guys. <laughs> All my lovers. Do you, no, just do in you intentionally be rude to them? Oh, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> because you were trying to hurt them before they had a chance yeah. to hurt you. Oh. I was like, I want you to think I don't I don't give a shit if you live or die. Yeah. That's <laughs> that weird. Change? Like, Did your behavior change after that? Yeah, I think so. I mean you'd have I to think tell so me. Too, but, actually. Yeah. 
I, mean, I think it happened before the pandemic. So now I, we haven't had people in that house as much. So I'm trying to think. But yeah, I do remember. Remember that time we went down to, was it Twitter or Snapchat or something? And people were like, hi, Benton. You were like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like, like exasperated that they were saying hi to you. Yeah. Sometimes it's a lot of work for me. But that's interesting. So you're like, I'm going to re- reject you before you have a chance to reject yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, all my bad experiences had to do with guys. So just the same with you and women. Like, I'm like, there's nothing there for me. We're not yeah. going to have anything in common. You're not going to like me. Yeah. Let's so, just get this over yeah. with. Let's not, let's not uh, do this charade. Yeah. Which turns out is not true. I have lots of guy friends. I've been working I on that for about three years. So guys I guys love yeah. you. Yeah. Which is weird, right? My yeah. boyfriend loves you. They know they don't have to oh, compete. They don't have to yeah. They don't have to compete for the women's. Yeah, because they've already won on that. <laughs> they've already lost. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. Like, But do you find, though, that with your trajectory of success, which I want to talk about in a second, that, that you have encountered competitive shit with women? Yeah, but like I don't I don't like just keep it with me. You know, like you experience moments of like cattiness or attitude or not feeling welcoming. It's like minimal. It's not like crazy and it was usually like with older women too like Mm -hmm. especially when I was younger I would feel so like oh okay (laughs) like they don't like me but you know it's just it's I think it's just like a guard up that I don't think anybody's like really means to do it they just do it as like their own like defense they're insecure yeah yeah and I just remember like seeing you and going I know what girls used to do to me yeah and I don't want to be that. Like, I want to yeah. break the cycle. And I remember, like, going up to you and being like, welcome. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm and so I like, glad you're yeah. here. I was like, <laughs> like, I, was like I want you to win yeah. so badly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying so hard to undo the conditioning and the social construction that w- there can only be one woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I used to do, like, all those shows where there'd be a bunch of comedians. And you'd be like, okay, there's another girl on. I got to fucking beat her. Yeah. Why not try to beat the guys, too? Why not try to beat everyone? The first time you, her and I hung out, we hung out for like four hours straight, and I was like, this bitch releases resentments. Like, you were talking about like mm-hmm. some things that had happened to you in the past where I was like, I would still be seething over that. I would yeah. still be like coming up with counter arguments <laughs> in the mirror. Like, there's still <laughs> things that I hang on to, like fights with, you know, exes or, or women or in work situations where I'm like, I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, yeah, and I'll like come up. I'll be like with the retort and want to. That'll re- get him. I know. I want to restart the fight just so <laughs> yeah. I can throw in the banger. Like I remember, yeah. like like uh, I had an ex call me a lot once in a fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you just retain that. He goes, you know, Winnie, you're a lot. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like not a cunt, not a bitch, not a whore, like a lot. Like you. It was just like so weird because I was like, what? Like. I don't. It's such a vague insult. You know what I mean. I don't know how to get hurt by it. It was just like so confusing. Yeah. It's it's, it's one of those Rorschach tests where then you end up just ca- having like now I have to come up with the insult yeah. for you. Like I have to fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. And um, you have that <laughs> written on a necklace now. A <laughs> I lot know, because it was I'm such a, a big deal for me. I and it and it was very because I spent my whole life trying to be a lot. I was like that's what I want to be mm-hmm. like you. And then I remember I woke up in the middle of the night uh, and I went. No, you're just a little. That's what I should have said. <laughs> and I came up with it two years later, and then I wrote a TV show about that moment. And then they gave me a necklace. I love that. If you ever uh, see me in the car on the interstate, I'm having a full-on fight with someone in my head. If someone calls you a drive- lot, that is a compliment as far as I'm concerned. It is. Yeah, but like you did that in a positive way. Like, you know, it's not like you went out and tried to like plan an attack on somebody. It's like you used that moment and that story to make it like carry on and 
You have to sublimate it into something. And, you know, it's just interesting because I was just thinking about you and, you know, (laughs) and I, maybe I was projecting, I think about you a lot. because we're always texting. Um, it's, this is an a intervention, it's frankly. It's enough. I need to set a boundary yeah. with you. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking about you because I was like... You did actually last night, by the way. I think you told me, okay, well, I got to go now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yes, do your thing. Bye. <laughs> no, I think I said, like, I'm not texting anymore today. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do that. You cut me off. Yeah. yeah. She <laughs> will text that. Yeah, she's like, we're done now. And then send you text after it. And be like, I'm not responding anymore because yeah. we're not texting anymore today. Yeah. That was me yesterday. I was like, I'm asleep. But I like it, though, because, you know, I want to get better. I cut you off in the middle of your story, but... I want to get we, better. No interruptions on this show. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry. No, how dare you interrupt me? <laughs> yeah, I get beaten later. Um, I think. Shit. You said I you want to get better at it. Oh yeah, <laughs> your dog in a chokehold. You want to get. <laughs> you want to get better. Well, I yeah. think for me, the texting. It's more that my in my friendships now because I'm working so hard for my friendships to be resentment free <laughs> and to not allow my friends. Um, to not be codependent with them so that it doesn't breed resentment later. You know, like when I'm texting somebody, I don't want you to respond if you can't because then you're going to, I'm exhausting you by accident. Right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Esther called me today at one o'clock and she's like, hey, and I'm like, I'm working. She's like, sorry. It was just sort of like, if I take this call right now for 30 minutes, I'm then going to be mad at you later. Mm -hmm. So, but you don't want me to be mad at you. So it's my job. That's the best point in relationships, and I don't know why it takes so long to get to that point for a lot of them, of being able just to be blunt and, like, just, you know, honest. Like I'm doing this for us. Yeah. I'm doing like, this so we can stay friends. Yeah. No, it's true, though, because even with me, like, I'll not talk to my friend Batch for, like, a month, and I'll, we'll just be so busy doing stuff, and then all of a sudden we'll get together and just be like— Oh, like, go over it and we're not mad at each other for not calling. We're not like, if you want to talk to somebody, call them. If you want to, you know. And it's also in a bigger way. Now I always know where I stand with you. Mm -hmm. So if you say, you know, Whitney, I I can't text you for the rest of the day. Or like, I'm going in to record. I'm going in to shoot. Like, I'm not. I I like to do it because I like to know if someone's on their phone or not. So it's like, I just like to say, hey, I'm going to be offline until 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Just to manage other people's expectations so they don't think I'm rejecting them or whatever. Yeah. But... I also like it because when you say, like, I can't talk right now, then when I come ask you for boy advice, Mm -hmm. I know I can trust you. Mm -hmm. When I say, do these jeans look cute? And you say, yes, I can trust you. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I feel like I was in so many relationships with people for so long that were just so full of shit. Just so, like, kissy-assy, unctuous. Like, love that on you. You're so cute. I love that guy. Yeah, Yeah, no, date him. And it was all, like, everyone was going through puberty. Yeah, we're, like, running a presidential campaign with each other. (laughs) Why why are we lying to each other? (laughs) Why are we bullshitting each other so much? Like, what is this? Yeah. You know? Honesty is, like, yeah. And it felt like work and it just felt like, like, and I think it took me so long to realize that friendships should be energizing, not depleting. I think that's probably why I trusted you right away, too, because like you were like that right away. You know, you kind of told me how you what you thought, like when you could do something, when you couldn't do. Oh, something. yeah. Then I didn't text you for eight months. <laughs> Canceled like 20 times. <laughs> and it's fine because she was like, hey, like I got this. And I'm like, OK, I get it. But obviously that's, I'm going to teach you about it. But I love that because I I. I really wanted to start our relationship on an honest because I was like, I could absolutely see her for an hour out of obligation so that I because, OK, so she we text to make a plan. 
which I don't do with everybody. You don't have to make plans with fucking everyone. No one has time for that, okay? Like, you know when you meet someone new and you're like, we should hang out. It's like, don't say that if you don't actually want to hang out with them because then you just made a new friend by accident. Yeah. I do that all the time. Where I'm like, we should hang out. And then I'm like, fuck. It's like the how are you? Yeah, and then they're yeah. like, okay, and they don't really want to either. And then you're both sort of doing this thing you don't want to do and you're just like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's my number. Oh, we want to go on a hike. And it's just like, oh, it's just like both hate fucking each other. And uh, <laughs> just sort of check it off. You're just like, I love making you new friends. you ever make plans with someone by accident? We're like, we should hang out, which just means bye. It means bye. Yeah, but I feel like you'll say that, but you, not many people actually go through with the hangout if they didn't mean the hangout. Interesting. Yeah. Right? Because I just don't. Say it. Yeah, you would just say it and just kind of, did you go through with the hangout? <laughs> I mean, I think the <laughs> ultimate intimacy is being able to be silent with someone. It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I used to look at couples when they were out eating dinner couple. or lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, other couples, couples. But I used to look at them and be like, oh, how are they just not talking? Yes. They're just sitting there eating. That's so sad. But no, it's so... They ran out of things to talk about, how depressing. Yeah. And now I'm like, that is the That's fucking the hottest relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I remember thinking that. I'm just staring at them and like, ooh, like... Like I felt no conversation. It, it was but. just interesting because I think making new old friends is very hard, mm -hmm. you know, as you yeah. get older yeah. and you have to, you have to be able to just like, I mean, we talk about red flags so much on this podcast, but you have to be able to like bob and weave people, you know, and like mm -hmm. your energy right away. It, but I just, I don't know. You just represent so much progress for me. Cause also I'm going to say something crazy. Like <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to say this. I'm going to get canceled. Oh no. But I remember like, when I first, I met you and then you were funny and I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. Oh, I'm sexist. <laughs> what is that? And I'm I'm like, oh, thanks. Why am I surprised? Wow. She has fucking a billion followers on Instagram. Like the, the, <laughs> the jury has spoken. Well, half for, and then half for the funny. Is that so. why? Yeah. I mean, why? Am I jealous? I of you? A little bit. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. It's a condo. This is what every strong friendship is built on, right? Yeah. Jealousy. Jealousy. <laughs> it's weird. And I, I don't think I could have been friends with you 10 years ago, not even five years ago. I don't yeah. think I would have been secure. I caught you at a good time. You really did. Because yeah. I thought, in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, like, this is how you've always been. This no. is who you are. No, well, no, no, no. It comes across that way. Oh, yes. Yeah. George. Sorry, um, George is here with us and is yeah. obsessed with Amanda, obviously. Dog. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I would have been secure enough. And so thank you for showing me that I'm the best. No, you're and the I'm best. And I'm not jealous of you at all because it's yeah. awesome. It's <laughs> well, taken 10 years. I mean, you've, you got it all. You're the full <laughs> package. Anybody that gets Whitney is very lucky. <laughs> well, like, so I want to ask you something. Sorry, like, yeah. New topic. Anyways. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> agree. Anyway, yeah. obvious. That we know everyone knows that. Like, that's enough about that. I, <laughs> no, She's like, we're okay. on camera. They know. Yeah. But here's the other thing I want to say is I think we need to talk about this as a, as a society, which is like uh, comedians, look, we criticize everything. We're glib about everything. Mm -hmm. So, but what is this thing? You, you've really taught me, and I think it's because I'm jealous, and I think it's because I'm insecure, and I think it's because I'm older, that being famous on social media to me was a little bit like, oh. Mm. I did it the hard way. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. But no, no, no. But now I see it's way harder to do what you did than what I did. And it really fucking annoys me because, and I think it's really, I, I remember the first time I saw you come in with a group of comedians, I was like, oh, I need to go in and be nicer because I don't want them mm -hmm. to throw any attitude. 
because yeah. they like to think like, well, we did the road and we did it before the internet and we sent out mailers. Like yeah. there's some sort of glory and in how um, uh, sort of masochistic comedy is. Mm. And oh god, I- there's nothing easy about what you do. And I think it's. I just want to talk about that because. The word influencer, I feel like, has even become, you know, a weird word. But you guys are taking over the world, and I want to sort of debunk these weird, ooky... Yeah, I mean... Perceptions. It's not something I ever was like, I want to be an influencer. Like, I'm never... I didn't... That wasn't even, like, a thing. When I first started, it was 2013, and I wanted to do do acting. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I can't get these auditions without a reel, so I need to create a reel. And then I started doing... So you were not getting auditions? No, I wasn't... I couldn't get a manager or an agent because I didn't have a reel. So it's like, what comes first? You know, like I can't... (laughs) And so I'm like, all right, you know what? Screw it. If I want people to be able to see the variety of stuff that I can do, like I'm going to do my own content and show them, okay, here's my reel. And then some of my friends did YouTube at the time and they were always looking for different actors and stuff in their YouTube videos. And I was like, hey, like anytime you need somebody, I'm available. So you were just, proactively reaching out to people. Oh, yeah. Like, like I'll work for free. Like, I'll work for free. Yeah. Just to build a reel. And then at the same time, this app Vine came out mm-hmm. and then it was like these six second uh, videos that were comedic. And I was like, this is perfect. Not every video is comedy, but I saw the ones that were performing really well were comedy videos and I had fun watching them I'm like oh I can create stuff like this and this is great because it's like you know complete opposite of sexy you could just be self-deprecating silly or um like just having jokes it's like comedy is just like the complete opposite of like what how I wanted to rebrand myself Mm -hmm. and then in doing that I was like okay you know, I'll put these videos out just so I can learn how to edit and learn how to do storytelling. Nothing's really going to happen with it. And I didn't think it was going to be a thing for me, but I was main focus was just to be in YouTube content. And then in posting my own short six second. And you're not getting paid for any of this. No, like, yeah, you're not getting paid at all. Like I, I had like three different jobs when I was in college. I did like bartending and waitressing. And even like when I was like 14, I had like I had like three jobs my whole life. But then um, throughout my whole life, I constantly had three yeah. jobs. But I then I started doing the, the Vine videos and people started watching them. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is something. Like I'm getting a thousand views. That's a lot. And then I started posting more and posting every day. And I started to get like a million views and I'm like okay well this is I don't know what this is but like this is great like this has to be like you know building something and giving me some sort of platform and then I just started doing longer form learning how to edit more learning how to produce more and how did you learn how to do this stuff you just taught yourself I just watched different YouTube videos I watched a lot of different like other comedians and stuff I watched like I did classes at UCB for improv I inspired you yeah Whitney Cummings <laughs> inspired <I> me. <laughs> no, for sure. Like it, 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 like, but that's that's what helped teach me. Like even when I was watching different sitcoms and watching different shows, I would look at like, okay, this is the angles. Like I never went to film school and I didn't know like the 180 rule or anything like that. So it just made my I con- still don't know the 180 rule. <laughs> so it just like made my content better and watching all this stuff that I was like, okay, I can make it more cinematic. And then once I started making money, I started reinvesting in my content so I can bring up the production value and still grow my audience. So then I started doing it on YouTube, Facebook, 
uh, Snapchat was like the top 10 most viewed on there from the improv stories that I was learning like when I was doing improv classes. So I was able to do it every day and it was like a full, it still is like a full time job, which sounds like crazy to people, but like you wake up right away, you grab your phone, which is probably not healthy. Text me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Text Whitney. And then, um, then by the way, it's not not healthy. Do your thing. Yeah. Get the bags of money. The reason I'm so fascinated by you and what you've done is like, you know, you didn't wait to get permission. You didn't yeah. wait around for a bunch of guys in their 50s to decide you could have a oh, turn. I, I had those meetings out here, too. I, I like I would and I'm like, OK, that's not you know, this isn't being productive because I would meet different producers and me being young and I was like what, how old was I like 20 21 mm -hmm. like when I first came out to LA and I oh okay this is a producer this is great like oh he has a project that he's working on show up and like nothing it's just weird and I'm like yeah you're okay, it's always a weird that, date. it's yeah. always the, the number of weird dates yeah. I went on that I thought I was just like oh yeah when you have yeah. meetings with agents it's at nine o'clock in a hotel yeah like, I was just like well, this is a crazy business yeah and just eyes wide like, like, they must oh, be so be busy yeah. yeah like I just was like I had no I the amount of awkward weird yeah. dates that I went on and I I do actually I don't I, you know, I've publicly talked about you know the crazy shit that's happening in this business but I actually just kind of like have sympathy for the men that tried to lure me in at that time because I was so ambitious yeah. and I was like all about fucking making it, like showing up and they thought they were going to like seduce me and I was like, anyway, so yeah. how much money do you Back take? Time I know and then I think and I'm like pitching them oh ideas God. and they're just like, there's no way I'm going to fucking get at this. Leave. I'm never going to fuck this girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's too ambitious. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasted so much of their time actually. Yeah. Like, I feel like I owe a lot of them apologies. Like, sorry about that. I wish... Wait, is this another break we're taking? Is this a second break? Can you just say it again? Is that it? Huh? <laughs> you know, what there's you two breaks. So are you saying we're taking another break? Because the first one you said we're taking a break. We're taking a little break. Is this, is that what, You're just going to leave that in there with me saying that? Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Okay, great. I have some questions then. Um, I noticed you haven't paid off my school loans yet, <laughs> so I had to go to Ernest. How does that make you feel? Do you still have school loans? <laughs> Um, interest rates. <laughs> Lobaville, Lobaville uh, University. No, I went to. I done. I went to a real university. Um, interest rates have hit record lows. I don't know what that means. And I went to college, but I know, I know that it's good news. Yeah, when you borrow money, they want you to pay more money back because I don't know. Good deeds don't go unpunished. Am I allowed to say this? College is such a racket. Would return my diploma for cash right now. Like in never used, never even opened it. It's still in the it's still in the package. No, I feel like you really, when it comes to the merch, when it comes to marketing stuff, your degree shows up every now and then. I've used it now, but have you ever asked to see it? No, yeah, no, I don't even see it. <laughs> no, I don't need the little piece. I mean, of paper. to frame it, it's like a hundred and forty-eight dollars. <laughs> but I just, I, I, I'm glad I went to college. If you went to college, great. I think we can all agree that when these like envelopes come in, that all of a sudden have like a red stripe on them because they went to collections. Uh, these. <laughs> when was the last time you got a bill, dude? <laughs> dude, I know that when my college loan bills, they'd come in, they'd come in, I'd ignore them and put them in the trash, and then all of a sudden they'd be in like red print. And then they the used to text me. They, <laughs> it's they. They know where to find you. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. They 
<laughs> I said new phone, call Ernest. Um, <laughs> if you're still paying the same rate that you paid when you graduated, odds are you can reduce your monthly payment, save big. Even if you have refinanced before, today's low rate um, makes it possible so that people can save by refinancing. Now, I'm reading this off a piece of paper. I don't fully understand it, but I know it makes your life better in this nightmare of like having the Grim Reaper nipping at your heels for your college loan payments. This is your chance to be relatable, Hollywood. Ernest, <laughs> I'm just saying, Ernest is the easiest way to refinance your student loans, saving you time and money. I just remember when I, like, I blacked all of this out because it was so traumatic. <laughs> Every time I'd get a college loan bill, you're like, how could books have been that expensive? <laughs> and when you're going to college, you're like, oh, someone else will handle that. You just assume that when you go to college, that yeah, you're, you're 18 years old and they're like you want to take out two hundred thousand dollars you're like yeah isn't that what i make per month when i graduate yeah you're like definitely you'll be an interior designer you'll definitely get it back yeah i'm like what do you mean i'm gonna work in a magazine and i'm gonna make a million dollars a year <laughs> yeah. like kate hudson and i all watched those movies. sex in the city yeah. i know how this turns out <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i had no idea how money worked when i agreed to f have these freaking loans i'm gonna so. write one column and pay all my bills <laughs> Ernest is helping us clean up the mess, which was that decision at 18. Uh, Ernest offers customizable loan terms, no fees. Uh, you can even combine private and federal loans. Imagine cool. having one single payment with one low rate. They do all of it for you. If you've already refinanced a loan, no problem. You will still be eligible to lower your interest rate again. Plus, the internet loves... Ernest's customer service. They're rated 9.4 out of 10 on Trustpilot, so you'll always get the support you need. And you know the internet doesn't want to yeah. give that kind of rating to anyone. And anybody. if you've ever been to the financial aid office at a campus, <laughs> it is not a 9.4. <laughs> it's not. Start saving today. Our listeners are going to get $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com slash Whitney. That's a $100 cash bonus when you refinance a student loan at earnest.com Slash Whitney, go to Ernest.com slash Whitney. Ta-da. Terms and conditions apply. Today's podcast is brought to you by Whoop. Whoop. It's a fitness wearable that provides you with 24-7 personalized insights to help you make smarter lifestyle choices. That was me reading the copy, but I'm going to go off for a minute here. It is a big deal that we get to work with Whoop. Yeah. Whoop is, Whoop is like... We're considered athletes. We're... <laughs> That's what it said in our thing. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> this swimmer's body? Honestly, I was really... You could be an athlete, but I was like, wait a minute. I was psyched when they were like, Whoop wants to sponsor. I was like, what? Like, Joe Rogan uses Whoop. All the athletes that I follow use Whoop. Like us. Like, scientists use Whoop. Like, I'll watch podcasts with, like, hardcore scientists. And they're like, and then I check my Whoop band for my REM sleep. And I was like, damn, we're serious. We made it. I am a sumo wrestler. These, <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> okay, so this is a whoop band. You guys have been seeing me wearing it on the podcast for the past month. I'm so obsessed with it because it tells you, I, I should read off the copy, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna wing it because oh, I'll, I'll, as I'll we look. know, I'm authentic, authentic. So it tells you how, you know when you like wake up and you like don't know if you slept well or not, and then you're kind of just like, like before you've had your coffee, you're like, oh, I had a shitty, uh, I didn't sleep last night. And I then, wake up and I know if you haven't slept well. <laughs> that's true. Based on the number of text messages <laughs> I sent you, that's your whoop band. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I don't even need this. Who knew? <laughs> but like, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I didn't sleep last night. And then you're like 
in this narrative that you didn't sleep or you're like, I slept 10 hours last night, but you probably didn't get real REM sleep and you actually aren't as rested as you think. Like, I, I just feel like we shouldn't be left to our own devices in terms of like guessing how hard we worked out, how much we slept, because I can't trust myself to make those calculations. Yeah, you need a real device, a whoop band. I thought I was working out really hard the last couple of years. Turns out I wasn't. So, and I thought that I wasn't sleeping a lot and it turns out I sleep a lot. <laughs> But do you sleep good? I sleep very well. Okay. I'm a great sleeper. <laughs> the whoop band is not correct vocabulary, but here's what it does do. The way it works is you wear the whoop band. I'm wearing one. This is the color that I requested, right, Benton? Well, they, they professional athletes, we got some extra colored bands. So we have the pink ones, green ones, black ones. You can change the bands. That's pretty cool. So cute. I really wanted this olive green one because that's my color. Every day when you get up, whoop gives you a recovery score based on your sleep, your resting heart rate, and your heart rate variability. And then it lets you know how to approach your day, whether it's time for a big workout or if you should take it easy. Because sometimes... You know, if I work out really hard and then I don't get enough sleep, it's like I shouldn't work out the next day. It's going to be a useless workout. I'm going to freaking injure myself. My muscles haven't healed. Like, there's no point. So I basically, my whoop makes my decisions for me because I'm not capable of making adult decisions. Yeah, the decisions. activity, I mean, it tells you how many calories you burn, your average heart rate, yeah. your max heart rate, the duration. Um, and it also, like, challenges you. It tells you your day strain, your recovery, your sleep performance. I got 100% on my sleep performance almost three days in a row, and I've never been prouder of anything I've ever what? done. What? I got 100%. You're me. Huh? That's me. You were getting I'm a 100%. great sleeper. Yeah, you they, are a good sleeper. I get like awards on here. But there are times <laughs> that I thought I got really good sleep because I slept long, but I actually had just like taken like NyQuil or something weird, and they were like, you got like an 89. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't, my heart rate wasn't what it needed to It be. tells you the time you spent in bed, mm -hmm. the disturbances you that affected you, mm -hmm. the, the efficiency of your sleep, your respiratory rate. There's and four stages of sleep. Lying in bed and being knocked out drunk does not count as sleep. It's there's awake sleep, there's light sleep, there's REM sleep, and then there's slow wave sleep. So the certain sleeps that help you actually restore um, your neural pathways when you learn something new, your quality of sleep is more important than your quantity of sleep. It also tells you your latency, which I've never heard of before, is, but yeah. that is the duration. That's the amount of time it takes you to fall asleep. Yes. I fell asleep in three seconds on this one. <laughs> That's probably a record for Whoop. And then they, there's an app where you can basically just check it constantly. So it's like, it's actually, it's replaced Instagram for me. Instead of yeah. like just scrolling through X's photos, I now just go on to see what my muscle recovery was, my sleep quality. It's like, it's like the only news I look at at this point. It's fascinating. Whoop has also introduced respiratory rate into the app. An increase in respiratory rate could be an indication of illness before you start to feel any other symptoms. So Whoop can actually let you know if you are sick before you even know you're sick. And in this climate, what's more important than that? Whoop is here to help you know yourself better than before. Actually, when I want to start sharing Whoop stats with the guys I date before they I date them, I don't need to see your credit score. I want to see your Whoop scores. I want to know what I'm signing up for. It's the future. Really, truly. If Whoop. you want to be a professional athlete like, like us, <laughs> um, Whoop is offering 15% off right now with the Here code Whitney at checkout. Go to Whoop, that's W-H-O-O-P dot com and enter Whitney at checkout to save 15%. Sleep better, recover faster, and train smarter. Optimize your performance with Whoop today. 
For me, it was almost like comedic because you would hear those things about Hollywood and then you would come out here and then you would see it and you'd be like, oh, huh, that's it. That's it. That's that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're an car- actual cartoon. Yeah. Like this is. This but is what I love is like you just like took matters into your own hands, you know, and I you really made me realize a lot about, you know, the work that I do, which was all, you know, in this the business of Hollywood, the Byzantine sort of kind of um very dysfunctional unnecessarily complicated an unnecessary number of velvet ropes um yeah you made me realize how fucked up it is in a lot of ways because you know i've spent all this time on these boards and having these talks about how there should be more women behind the camera and there should be more female producers and there should be more female editors and like how do we get how do we recruit more women and people of color and blah blah and then this bitch shows up at my house with her camera. She comes in. She directs the whole thing. She edits the whole thing. And I'm like, wait a second. This is this is like not. This is a Hollywood. Pro- this isn't a problem in, you know, YouTube and in social. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like it, it. It like blew my mind that like actresses are going to the Oscars, being like wearing sweaters that say like more female directors. Only six percent of women are. <laughs> and directors. we're over here just like. You guys are just like, uh, really? There's no female directors? Because I just made 30 YouTube videos this week that got 100 million views. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? It made me realize how ridiculous Hollywood is. Yeah, but it's, you know, same, same, but different. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's a different thing, but it's like there's so... Do you feel like that there's this weird dissonance between social and Hollywood? Because Hollywood has an ego. They like to think they discovered people yeah they don't like america deciding who they like and it being forced on them they want to decide who they like and force it on america i feel like it's changed a lot though since when vine first started it was like nobody cared like oh you're getting hundreds of millions of views and what does that mean it's like well those are like people that care about yeah what the person that they're watching on a consistent basis so it must mean something right And then it's just like nobody really but understood I it. I didn't give unnecessary notes. <laughs> yeah. Like they just, there's so many fake jobs in Hollywood. Like yeah. there's people whose <laughs> job at every TV show that you see that's has that sucks, by the way, just it's because there was like five lawyers and like guys that went to college for marketing or advertising who are just like need to justify their existence. So they're giving the writers notes. They're just being like, and they're only just regurgitating things that they heard their boss say when they were interns. They're just like, we're not rooting for this character. Like, can we make this character more likable? And you're like, what? And then you just start servicing these dumb notes from these people that aren't even writers or artists. And then you're trying to please everybody. And then you please, and then the show sucks. Yeah. And everyone's mad at you. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? Too many cooks. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And they and because now it's becoming clear that they're dead weight, they have to justify their existence even more and more and more. Like I just had a call the a notes call the other day on a TV show and it was just like, guys, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just go to do it. Just go to get a PhD. Go back to school. It's over. Like it's everyone's like trying to be the person that gives the most notes so that they seem vital because content creators have completely disrupted. I mean, you've really ruined my career. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like I, I feel like, but you're a content creator too. Like you're a creator. Period. You know, you put so you put shows together, you put content online together. Like you, you help your friends put their own content together. So it's like you're always producing and packaging and doing all that yourself too, which is like essentially, it's kind of like a skill that a lot of YouTubers, especially the ones and the new 
the new influencers or whatever you want to call them starting out, the qualities that they need to have are to be able to be resourceful, um, be willing to wear many different hats. And, you know, it kind of takes away from the quality of the content if you're doing every single job. Oh, interesting. But it it does make it so it can be consistent and you can grow. I just love that you were like, I can't get these fucking auditions. I'm just going to do this myself. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, and it worked like it, it was I was very happy it worked because I was you get so many no's. And it's so funny, like the most successful people. I'm sure you got a million billion no's in your life. Wow. Trillions of no's. But wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. What a person. Just walk no. in the door. They're like, no. No. <laughs> They were like, no, that, that they just yelled out. They were booze. <laughs> they were booze. Yeah. Lots of no. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's it's really to me. I it had fuels a, you. I had a. I love that. This is why we were we get along. Like I have a very sadistic relationship with the word no because to me it's just like every no is like oh I'm closer to the yes. Yeah, it's just like a little breadcrumb. It's like oh I'm closer. I'm closer. Like I I never saw and it's delusional in a way. And I think it's partly because. I had such a hard time getting attention from the adults as a kid. Like to me, no just meant try a different tactic. Yeah. Which yeah. is why stalkers yeah. go to jail. Yeah. Which is why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is leads to lots of crimes. Oh, yeah. But no is always just like a try something else. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what before my, that's I met my you. Huh? You know, before I met you, I asked if I could host your show. You were going to do a national. They told me no five times. That I couldn't host it. And then I was like, well, well can I just, just showed up? And then, yeah. And then I said, but well, well, can I go watch a show? And they're like, we don't have any tickets. So I bought one. And that's how, and then they were like, and I was like, can I just meet her? I asked the manager and they were like, well, no, she doesn't want to meet anybody. So I just waited that line. I love that. Yeah. And here you are yeah. fighting with stalker. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> fighting with, but like the best kind. Like it's, it's so good. There's a difference between stalking and being persistent. <laughs> yeah. I now sound like the vow cult leader. There's a difference between pain and suffering. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that for me, it's like, there's a certain, and I, when people ask me about stand up, and I, and I, I'm so curious if you guys, if this is the new similar in terms of the trajectory and the skill set that you need, like whenever someone asks me if they should do comedy or how do I know if I can do it? And it's, it's so painful and hard. The only thing I know to say is you have to love failing at it. Yeah. If you don't love failing at it, you'll never succeed at it because most of it is just failing. Which a lot of people see the success of it and they don't see the fails, that part. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's interesting watching like all, even with like the private shows and stuff, all COVID tested, everything's good. Oh yeah, Yeah. (laughs) my yard. Yeah, but even watching people go up and try jokes, fail at it, Mm -hmm. switch to jokes a little bit and then all of a sudden it's hilarious. Like it's like, okay, like fail and then do better. It's but fail. Yeah, everybody congratulates you when you're pregnant, but nobody knows how many times you got fucked. (laughs) Exactly, Benton. That's oh. <laughs> a perfect way to put it. But, I mean, it's yeah. like, that's true. It's, I, read I think because comedy is is failing is what it is. You know, yeah. that's that's every night you go up until you get it right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. like failure is part of how you succeed at it. So it's like, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's like I think about Benton and all the fucked up jobs you had and all the fucked up shit you went through, and it's just like, Girl, I still work five jobs. And- <laughs> For one, for one person. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. If you hadn't had all those shitty jobs, like you, a lot of your best jokes are about them, and then a lot of the funniest shit you say is about them. Like it's all 
gold. It's I mean, all I fodder. I think what you're saying is very similar, and correct me if I'm wrong, to what you do. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, anyone that's on the internet that started their career that way, like, that's all trial and error, correct? Oh, it's yeah. all, like, what works until, it, until I figure it out. And you read the comments. You read, like, because there's constructive criticism yeah, in exactly. there, too. How do you so. know the difference between, because I'm a big fan of criticism. Yeah. Like, there's this, like... No comments. It's like, yeah, but also they're your boss. They're yeah. the audience. They're yeah. the one that we're trying to get to buy what we're That's selling. That's who you're creating for, yeah. Yeah, and there are a lot of people, obviously, who are just going to try to hurt you and troll and that are just going to project and be insecure and just throw grenades at you or whatever. Um, I love what Bill Burr says about mean comments to celebrities. He's like, if I was a kid I, and I knew that I could, like, say something mean to a celebrity, I totally would have <laughs> fucking done it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But um, how do you know when to internalize something and when not to or um i think it's like pretty to me it's pretty clear maybe it's because i've been doing it for like a decade but like you know when somebody's just bluntly saying go kill yourself or like you know that's <laughs> don't not do that that's yeah bad. you don't do that and that's okay. like not very constructive that's not flirting that's but if not it's flirting. like oh you should have done this or this wasn't that funny like i enjoyed the other video it's like oh okay like because that's like, also someone that's super invested. That's someone that watched the other video. It's yeah. like, yeah. I always get torn about that because when someone's like, oh, I don't like this joke as much as this other one, I'm like, fuck you. And then I'm like, wait, you know all my jokes? Yeah. Like, you're you're rating them? You're yeah. putting them in an order? Like, you must love me. Yeah, you know? it's like rate. It's like movies. Like, yeah. this movie was good. The second movie you didn't, it was okay. But yeah. it's like not up there. So keep up with that and one. And you took yeah. the time to comment. You yeah. love me. Do you <laughs> think the difference is the fact that you're used to getting critique like in a room from writers and people that are giving notes and you're used to all your critique being from comment yeah so you have to look at it a different way yeah i like i still read them all like whoa it's, it's a lot but i'm like a speed reader now too i can't like just eggplant 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 yeah. eggplant yeah, squirt, like, squirt, like, squirt 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 delete <laughs> yeah scroll. is is engaging because i think a lot of people listening to this podcast and i think everyone mm-hmm. um the future of everyone's business is gonna be oh, this so, is it yeah you know what i mean everybody so. should have a presence on social at least for their business i think and like what in especially these youngins uh what is your relationship in terms of the fans like how much engagement is the most you can possibly really do i think like because you want to show i mean obviously you care about your audience right or i hope you do so if you're gonna post a video sorry i'm gonna mm -hmm. get really granular if you're gonna post a video Mm -hmm. and you you do a lot time to go like, I'm gonna have to respond to like comments for 20 minutes. Like I'm not just gonna post it and walk away. Yeah, no. That's what I do. I just post it and walk away. No wonder I have no followers. But that's healthy too. I mean, it's- I'm like, oh, I don't wanna- Yeah, and you post it and you move on to the next thing and that's doing well. It's like- uh, Like I don't wanna get attached to the validation and what if the guy like doesn't laugh. Like I just, you treat it like a fucking business and I treat it like a personal Mm -hmm. hang or something. But sometimes like if I'm not like, I don't know. Like, I do pay attention to comments every time I post. I post and then I'll read through, like, the the first ones and I'll reply and, like, I'll engage for, like, probably, like, 10 minutes. And Mm -hmm. then I'll just be like, all right, like, that's good. Um, And now I'm going to work on this other thing because if I stay here, I'm not being productive anymore. Mm. Like, and but then I also have different ways and forms of communicating. Like, you do it, too. You have your texts that you're able to text all your, your fans. 818-239-7527? Yeah, 305 <laughs> um, <laughs> But that's, like, such a great way because, I, I mean, I use my texting as just, you know, obviously you give updates. Like, if you're touring, you're going to yeah. call 
different people in different cities that where you're going and every without person- blowing up your feed yeah. and annoying like like I'm going to Orlando I don't need everyone in the world to know I'm going to Orlando only yeah. Orlando needs to know that exactly which is the best <laughs> <laughs> like you can you can do it that way yeah and even just doing like inspiring messages or like something that I learned from that day that I think could be helpful to people I'd share it like on the text too really but, like not to get you know, I don't overdo it to where it's like, all right, like Gandhi, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we got it. Yeah, but it's like things that really like help me. Then I'm like, oh, you know, this could be good for people. And then seeing the feedback from that, it's just like it builds like a closer relationship between. Because then I'll go and like look at people's texts, reply to some, and yeah. Uh, but I can't. I really obviously. enjoy doing it. Yeah, I really like. Like, I love the texting. I love people. I, I, I love like. It's taken me so long to fucking have good ideas that I'm so excited to share. Like, I'll never get to be a psychiatrist or a therapist. I don't think I'll ever have time. But, like, people will ask me the relationship stuff, and I'm just, like, I'm so excited to solve problems. Don't, okay, yeah. don't send me too many yeah. Um, But, like, I like the texting. Like, it doesn't feel like an obligation to me. I think the texting I really like doing because it's one-on-one with your fans, whereas, like, Instagram, everyone can see your responses. And I'm so... I need to really get out of my head about this because I'm, like... I'm like, love you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, everyone thinks I'm phony and everyone thinks someone, I always yeah. think everyone else thinks someone else is doing it. Like, yeah. I, I don't want it to. And that's the thing. Like I, like, I assume everyone thinks that you're doing it. Yeah. Benton. Well, honestly. Maybe I am. Maybe, maybe you are. <laughs> like, I used to think that uh, about celebrities and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, when I first started, like, growing online and I would get a message from a celebrity, I'd be like, that's not them. Like, that, that can't be them. It was from Jeremy Piven. It was definitely him. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, it's them. And then like, you figure it out. But it's really. <laughs> he. I'm sorry. This dog is, I thought he was just going to go to bed. You love Amanda so much. I, I know, love sorry. him. You it's know. like, that's, I feel like it's just not an entertainment though. That's an every type of business that you ever want to do. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to do it yourself. Like there's really not any handouts and then even if like okay people will probably be like all right well what about the random people that just go viral out of nowhere and then all of a sudden they have a career it's like well then they got to stay there well you got to eat yeah and you got to yeah. start eating tide yeah. pods and shit like, yeah and it's like, like you got to sacrifice yeah. a lot <laughs> yeah it's just that's probably sometimes like even more pressure mentally and even more work for people too like i haven't exp- like my I guess me going viral was like building blocks, but now you see people that just go viral out of nowhere. And then I see a lot of the comments being like, oh, like they're famous for doing nothing. It's like, okay, maybe the video, you don't know what went behind all the other videos. And if there was nothing, now they have to work so hard to stay relevant there because the faster you climb, the faster like you can lose your relevancy too. So I... I think sometimes it's even more work. Okay, we need to slow down our climb, Benton. Yeah. Our climb. <laughs> well, like, think about it, because, like, you're, the relationship with your audience is so short. Like, you don't have, like, a in-depth years, years, years building your relationship, and then all of a sudden you just grow and people support you. They can easily not support you anymore because they don't have a strong connection Besides, just oh, yeah, they have to grow with you. You have yeah. to reinvent yourself as they reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because I did feel like for the longest time um, that the audience that I 
sort of had at the beginning, like that I wasn't allowed to change. You know oh, what I mean? You've changed, Kim. As someone who's followed your career, <laughs> I know you yeah. are a, a different person. Really? And yeah. do you feel abandoned by that? You, no, I like it better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are completely different from I've I've like a lot the girl of you popped up like as. A da- like Dane. Really, like he mm-hmm. sort of got so famous doing a certain thing and then he went through a lot of fucked up shit in his life and changed and they were like, well, where's the fun guy? It's yeah. like, well, I, you know, so it's like, I've always sort of like watched comedians and been like, I hope I don't stay stuck. I hope I don't stay the same. Mm. You know, I hope my audience like allows me to grow and change and not be, you know. That's, um, that's what keeps it interesting though. Like, I feel like if you're always just the same, it's like, okay, well, I, I know what to expect. I'm don't really need to tune in today. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, right, that's right, right. like, yeah, they can predict everything. So what is, do hashtags matter? Uh, yeah, I use them. Like, not, I'm not talking about my I own I think there posts, are a lot of people. I use gonna, them to search. I'm going to speak for myself. I think a lot of people are like embarrassed to try too hard because all the Instagram, like their stats are all public now Mm -hmm. sort of like it used to be in our business you could kind of pretend you were more successful than you were nobody really knew the ratings nobody really knew how much money you were making nobody really knew yeah you know it was sort of this vague thing where it's like if someone was on tv you're like they made it but you have no idea what the actual metrics are Mm -hmm. um and now it's like i think i think i definitely think we're all you know or i'll speak for myself and maybe my um uh, the people my age were a little embarrassed to try and fail. Mm-hmm. So we're like, I'm just not going to try it all. I'm not going to do hashtags. Well, you just said you don't do hashtags on your post, right? I do like on hashtag cool pick. Hashtag cerning calendar 2021. Yeah. Or like hashtag, you know, like. So like four things that are important, but not yeah, every post. No. Okay. Just be, you know, and so if I was. People can search it. Yeah. But I should because um, probably I would be discovered by like different people like because I I think of yourself as a consumer and then how you consume things the tools that you use and that's what people are using that could find you too this is my problem Mm -hmm. I don't make stuff I worry about what comedians think of me yeah I worry about what my friends think they're not my audience yeah Mm -hmm. They're yeah. not my concern. They get free tickets. That's like the the fear of what other people think. Yeah. So it holds you back so much. I'm like, much. I don't want to put a hashtag. They're going to yeah. think I'm trying too hard. Yeah. But I am trying hard. Yeah. No, that's not a secret. Yeah. I'm trying very hard. Yeah. I like this. Everybody is. Yeah. That's the thing. Why like, am I pretending I'm not trying hard? I just spent also, 45 not, minutes taking a picture. It's mm. not cool to not try. I don't know where we all get that. It's that's a, not cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're so you're right. You're just a loser that has nothing. Yeah. No, but I mean, I think it goes back to like high school when it's like the straight A student is the dork and then the guy that gets mm. the F is like the cool guy everyone wants to be friends with. It's like and now they're yeah. your boss. So like Yeah, yeah. It's so true. We know yeah. how that story ends. Yeah. But like tagging, like I, I had so much shame in the beginning. I didn't want to tag brands. I didn't want to look like I was trying. I didn't want to mm-hmm. look like I wanted anything. I didn't want to you know like I just had so much weird shit with social media. Yeah. I don't yeah. I mean I do my best when I just don't try to think about who's your friends that are following you yeah or if like celebrities are following me or if like producers are following me or if, like directors are gonna see it like i'm just like fuck that you haven't hired me yet bitch these yeah. these people hired me yeah my followers these are the ones that are like care those should be the people that you care the you care about what their comments are you care about what they think a little bit and but not to the point that goes back on it too i don't know because you also create for yourself a little bit too yeah 
because you want to be happy in what you're creating. You want to be satisfied and passionate about it. And if you try to create things just to satisfy other people that may not be the audience for you, but are still there, like then you're just not going to excel. So it goes back to our favorite millennial saying of being authentic. Oh yeah, that's what we really like. If yeah. that's the clothes you, you wear, authentic. post it. If that's the, if this is an ad, post it's an ad. Just yeah. be honest is what yeah. people really want. That's yeah. all I want. It's it's weird how. Um, being like a normal human is like you get point. You oh yeah, in LA yeah. people are yeah. shocked. You like, don't like, get, no, Whoa. dude. I we did this charity in my backyard the other day. Um, uh, this show for the um, hydrocephalus foundation. It's for babies that have fluid on their brains and they have to have surgery and it's terrifying and whatever. And they're like, thank you so much. And they're giving me candles. I'm like, you don't get points for helping babies. <laughs> this is not like everyone's like, how can we thank you? I'm like, thank you for letting me do something for someone else like what a joy and they're mm -hmm. like but here's the gift card i'm like i don't want it like i you do, when do since when do we get points for not being a sociopath this right. is crazy yeah yeah I every time i hold a doorbell for somebody in la they're like shocked <laughs> like thank you they're like what are you the lady that said at starbucks was like what, what are you doing and i was like i'm holding the doorbell for you for you to leave and she was like oh like so confused <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> yeah Okay, what's the first game we're playing, Benton? Because I have this theory that you and I are really, really close, but we mm -hmm. don't really know each other that well. So we're going to play the newlywed game. Oh, yay. And then what game are we playing? We're playing the newlywed game? No, let's do the other one. What's the other one? Uh, I one. made it up. Are we doing Show Me <laughs> Now? Good. No, we're going to do the newlywed first. Show Me Now. Okay. So, so get your little p pads. Oh. Benton oh. does the most and then the absolute least. <laughs> That's already right beside. Yeah. What more can I do? It's like, grab that. Okay, have you ever played the newlywed game? I no. haven't because I've never been I'm, newlywed. I've been newly engaged. Well, this is the newlywed game for millennial friends. Yeah, Whitney. Listen. What? In the event of a tragedy, who would you ask in your will to wipe your internet history? Great question. They get to see all my cookies. Well, Literally it's, it's their job to get rid of it before anybody else sees it. Okay, oh got cookies. it. That's easy. Can I wrote down what I think she's Okay, doing. Whitney, show us your answer. Oh, it's me. Show us your answer. Yeah! Oh, wow. <laughs> Amanda knows you so much better already. Okay, okay. See, I now do. we got the. I got the hang of this. The coffee one, that was a shitty was question. fun. We should have done this the whole podcast. Amanda. <laughs> yeah? Describe no, in, we had to inspire people. Describe oh. in three words what Whitney does for a living. <laughs> Okay. Do I have to write that down? You I, have to, yes. I don't know. You have to Three match. Words. Three words. What does she do for a living? Okay. Then they can be descriptive or they can be like the actual this job. This is too vague. Uh, I didn't make the question. Wait, well, hold pick on. better I like that question. Really? It could be funny. Newlyweds have to guess each other's jobs? What she makes people do? Oh, what, what you know I'm right. What? You know I'm right. There's no way newlyweds have to It's describing what you do. So like, it would be like if I said, like I would say Whitney makes people laugh, cry, it's and scream. It's the hardest Dave's ever laughed at this podcast, by the way. <laughs> and the least I've ever tried to be funny. What? This is insanity. <laughs> Are you ready? ready? What does Whitney do? No way. Run the cult. Stop! Oh, she looked. Oh, did you, you look? guys, while we were fighting, hey, she was it's cheating. Like Uno. If I said, you're showing your cards. I run a cult I now. Uno. I saw the vow, I and I'm Uno. fully running a cult now. I see, I, I can do it. I think I have what it takes. Uh, and I think it's a good business model. Yeah, I would have loved if you would have wrote Live, Laugh, Love. That would have been so funny. <laughs> okay. So many miscommunic opportunities. Okay. I want this to be a good one for Amanda. I'm going to start um, vetoing these questions if I don't like it. What a surprise. <laughs> um, 
Okay, let me let me look. You're then. trying to veto them now. Just still. Well, now. Is there a prize? Um, what else can I take from Whitney? Yeah, I was going to say, you can have literally <laughs> like, whatever you want. What do you think Amanda wanted to be when she grew up? <laughs> okay. Hold on. You're writing a lot. I know. Like, this is a weird, the way that I'm writing it, you're going to, don't deduct points because I'm too specific. Wait, I show mine, then you show. Oh. But that was very. What? Good. You want to be a vet? Yeah, I love dogs. What does this kill them? <laughs> Vets mostly kill dogs. But I didn't know. I thought they saved them when. I yeah, was they little. do that a little bit. Are too. you judging her childhood dream? <laughs> yeah, it's very aggressive. <laughs> I thought movie star. I thought she wanted to be like Julia Roberts. No, I didn't figure that out until later. Oh, yeah. Damn it! Yeah, That's a and that I wanted to be a vet. I what did I want to be when I grew up? Shouldn't we do it reverse? No. Okay. I would. Okay. <laughs> That's not how the game works. So he's um, the cult leader. Based on Pinterest or wherever the fuck you got this weird quiz off of Reddit. This Amanda. like strip poker game that really you does run a cult, by the way. <laughs> I do. Look what? at that. Google it. <laughs> a camp. What <laughs> is um Whitney's most hated emoji? Ooh. Do you know the answer? You hate them? Hold on. I hate a lot of emojis. Whitney's most hated emoji. I Maybe think it's a trick question. It is a trick question. Hold on. I can't draw. I'm not great at drawing. People can see your board. Hide your board. <sighs> Hide your anger. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Okay. That came from. All right. I got mine. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Go Amanda. ahead and show yours, Amanda. Ah! Oh my God. Oh, what? That I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat on that, that one. To be fair, the answer was all of them. That is <laughs> just have to draw yeah. all of them out. <laughs> that is so. Uh, she gets me. Squirt. I hate the squirt emoji. Yeah, I think it's funny. I'm like, I, are I you coming it's, it's on like, me? It's like what is this? Moist. It's like is coming it come? It's yeah. a come. Like you're. Li are, did you just send me a come? Yeah. You're gonna come. I'm gonna send that funny. to you all You're the time gonna now. Come? <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody send it in a little drooly mouth? Like, are you it? coming? Oh, ugh. gross. Okay, that is that was really. I'm really proud of us. I, I was impressed. We can by stay that. friends. We can yeah. stay friends. Our I friendship. Mean, we were going down. In the I feel like we we're in. We're back. I feel better now. Okay, go. Whitney, what would be Amanda's idea date? Idea what? date. <laughs> Idea date? Ideal date, yeah. Oh, ideal, ideal date. I know. Yeah. Benton will just like skip words and then you're the idiot for not understanding <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, what did you know what I meant? And then you're a bully for asking him to <laughs> clarify. True. Are we drawing I'm a victim. What would Amanda's ideal, my ideal date? Amanda's. The questions will never be about you unless I'm asking Amanda. <laughs> okay. But you asked. Okay. So what is Amanda's ideal date? Mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Whitney writes her answer and then you write your answer. After Whitney. Well, you can write whatever but you at want. At the same time, yeah. But. Uh, ideal date. Ideal date. What? Oh, you just thought of it. Okay. She just draws the squirt emoji again. <laughs> I know. I almost did that. <laughs> uh, that been good. Okay. Got it. Ready? Both. Fucking. <laughs> kind of. I kind of got it. Yeah, it's like progressive. <laughs> Massage. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. If you're in a porno, it's progressive. 
porno. A porno. A porno. I said that because you hate the word. I hate She por- hates it. One time somebody said porno in front of us, and it was like a 30-minute conversation. She's like, why would you say that? Just say porn. I was like, let this person leave. <laughs> Who was that? Who's one of my old, like, scuzzy uh, friends? Porno. Uh, I love massages. That really? That's my favorite thing. You don't like No. I've had two massages in my life, and I, really? I stopped them. I crave them. I just want, like, elbow and my shoulder blades just, like... Oh yeah, I I don't like people touching me. I I I'm too codependent for massages because I get all wrapped up in trying to prove to them how good it feels, mm. and then I saw and then it stresses me out because oh, I don't. Wow, it's awful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want us on the video version of this podcast to have a little meter down here that just ticks all the time to say codependent, <laughs> addict, <laughs> codependent. That'd be so insecure. funny. That's really funny. That could be a drinking. I know someone. Drinking oh, out. people make drinking nights all the time on the show. They're That's like every time one. Whitney touches her hair, every time she cleans her glasses, <laughs> every time I interrupt so somebody. Funny. That's so funny. <laughs> Fuck. That's Amanda. You get a pretty easy one. What's Whitney's favorite food? Is that easy? Is that easy? I don't even know the answer to that. Yes, you do. Okay. Got it. Okay. I show mine first. What? Yeah. You're not going to get it. I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> is that? <laughs> Placenta. <laughs> that is my favorite food to put on my face. No, fried pickles is my favorite food. You didn't know that? I would have said baked potatoes. Huh. When I'm on the road, I eat baked I would have said baked potatoes or dips, just dips in general. Dips are good. Yeah. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Oh, God bless you. Sorry, I'm allergic to being misunderstood Fried by pickles. Benson. Fried pickles are my favorite <laughs> food on the planet. With some blue cheese dressing. Ah, mm, fuck out of here. Blue cheese. Blue I'm cheese fine. or ranch dressing. Pretty Fried good. pickles, nothing better. I was going to say buffalo cauliflower. All right, one more. Um, <laughs> One more. Or just like as many more as you think are good. Whitney. Sir. What irritates Amanda the most? She doesn't get. She's everyone gets mad. I know, but she's very. I'm so sorry. As I get punched, this dog is like pawing at you. We need I to work on you. boundaries. Can we work on your boundaries, please, sir? Um, I hate it when people do that with their dogs when they just ask them rhetorical questions instead of training them. You know, when you're like at a dog park, Can you not do that. Please? And someone's dog is like attacking your dog, and they're like, "Hey, what are you? What are you? Uh, uh, can we stop that, please, sir?" And you're people like, do that with kids. When I worked at the mall, people used to ruin everything, and mom's like, "You're hurting my feelings. Oh, when God. you mess that up, you hurt mom's you're feelings." Do that? Are you sure? I'm like, push that kid down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What makes her the angriest? What's her? What, I'll change it for you. What's oh. her biggest pet peeve? Biggest pet peeve. <sighs> this is hard. Pet well, just put anything and we'll move on. Okay, I know, but I'm, stum- I'm stumped. I'm stumped. I'm stumped. Wow. Um, because I'm pet peeve. Oh, I know. When? Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. I know you so well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, what's your answer, Amanda? Don't Definitely tell us yet. Definitely not that long Don't. again. Yeah. <laughs> Context clues. She only wrote one word, but okay. Go. Okay. No. Really? What is it? No, I mean you. Oh. Smoking. Oh, yeah. I thought it said stalking. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. that is really annoying. <laughs> She's like, that is when a men just show one. up at your house with guns. What did you write, Whitney? I wrote, this is just because we're so close, when your makeup melts off. Oh, <laughs> my oh, God. That's a good one. Yeah, that is that's a, good a one. great answer. Do I know you better than you know yourself? Not melt <gasps> crust off. We've talked about that three off. times now. Yes, because yeah. we initially helped. She came in and I was like, what is do you do to your face? Right now. No, it's a not at all. Bit. But didn't, I gave you that lotion to use. The yeah, but I put it on. I think I need to exfoliate yeah. before at the, the charity show. We talked about it too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's a thing. For yeah, me. it's a problem I have. My makeup crusts off because you have dry so, skin. No, she's used to doing makeup in Florida where yeah. it's humid, and humid. here there's no humidity. I love so. humidity, and yeah. then here I feel like I'm just shriveled. Hmm. 
Well, I know you better than you know yourself. Next. Thank you. Okay, we're playing a new game, game. now. Okay. So that was that game. It I don't know the last time went I've been around good. somebody that was smoking. Ugh, I think smoking is so hot. Really? I hate it. Hot yeah. Take. I love a guy that smells like smoke and that's smoking. Ugh, I love like, it. Even I don't like I hate that I love it. It's just yeah. sexy to me like it's not a healthy. It's like tattoos and yeah. motorcycles. What? It's like I my it's womb. It's like the bad boy. It's just like you don't give a shit and you yeah, have you cancer. You don't care about life. You're gonna die soon. You don't. <laughs> For give all a the fuck listeners, tattoos are healthy. <laughs> I just mean like it's like a. I mean, it depends on the tattoo. Yeah. But I think for me, it's just like that bad boy thing that I. Just she likes the guy. I also smokes. love like, smoking. Like. Huh? You like a guy who smokes, you're like, he won't live long. That's yeah. Uh, <laughs> get him in, get him out. Perfect for my commitment issues. <laughs> no, but I, and I love smoking. Like, I'll. You smoke. I don't smoke. I never got hooked on smoking yeah. more because I was just like broke at the time when I would have. It's just the dry cleaning bill. Like, I just didn't have enough clothes. Mm -hmm. The dry cleaning bill. You're such a Virgo. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the dry cleaning bill, like, I you, like I couldn't afford it. And cigarettes are like $8 now. Like, mm -hmm. I'm glad there were a lot of financial obstacles. Like, I think taxing cigarettes, I think it works because yeah. I literally was like, mm, it's just too expensive to be addicted to this. But if I, if someone has a pack of cigarettes, I'll, like, have a couple. And I, and Rogan talks about this on a show a lot. It yeah. does, if you don't smoke and have, like, a cigarette, it gives you, like, a buzz. Like, a pretty good buzz. I'll have a couple, like, they're grapes. I'll have a yeah. couple of them. Yeah, I will. I'll just chain smoke. And it makes me feel like I'm in Paris or something. I don't know. It's just so... <laughs> the movies. I know. I'm the movies such a, got you. Actually, a lot of people in Europe, I think, still smoke. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. for sure. I'm so unoriginal. I'm like, look at me smoking. <laughs> yeah, I feel so sexy even though I look disgusting. It's just like... Ugh. But it's interesting how people, like, well, are, like, fully aware of, like, the side effects that could happen with smoking, but, like, they still do it because I guess every once in a while to have a vice... Yeah. Okay, this next okay. game you're going to need your phones for. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question, raise your phone. If you choose to do it, great. If you're not, me and the other person who, who questioned it wasn't was have to pick something for you to put in your Instagram stories. Okay. I don't like the second part. I just want to show the first We know you don't control part. freak. <laughs> Let's just do the first part. Okay, there's no consequences then. It's a fun game. There's no rules. <laughs> um, you have to take 10 Then shots. you can both just, in that case, you can both answer the same question. So okay. the first question is, what's the eighth most recent photo in your phone? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, well, I just took a screenshot of my phone, so that counts two, one. Three, on four, five, six. Seven. Oh no. Oh no. This is so weird. This is embarrassing. <laughs> Mine's very sad and boring. What's yours? It's a, a photo of me. It's a throw. Like a Oh, you screen from grabbed, Pinterest? You yeah. screen grabbed a blanket you're gonna buy? No, it was like I already bought it. Mm -hmm. But it was I couldn't find it on the website and then Are I you doing an ad right now? What is that? I, I went to Pinterest. Always hustling. She's like, anyway. Cerny shop, so Brooklyn <laughs> Brooklyn and promo code Cerny. Like, damn, she's always hustling. Mine is just me and a camel. <laughs> That's your eighth photo? <laughs> All the other photos are showing too. We'll it's just a stop screen. That. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. I have, I have some nudies in here. You almost pulled a Chris Evans. I, ah, I was going to say that. So the second question is, what was the last text message you sent, say? What does? Excuse me. What, the one I, I sent back to them. Somebody? Or that they, okay. The last, no, the last text message in your phone. If you look at your phone right now, what's it's the last? Not WhatsApp. Text. Yeah. Text. Wait, you know what it was? Guess, guess what the last word I sent to someone was. Word? You only sent one word? It's one word. Is it K? <laughs> that is probably a very popular text of mine. Wh what do I always say? Ba, ba, ba. 
It's three words. Wild. Uh, I wrote yeah. wild in all caps to Sarah from the vow. Because today the uh, verdict came out that Claire, the Seagram's from you found the woman and became friends with her. Yes, we spoke last night for two hours. Yes. Oh, and you couldn't text anybody back. <laughs> last night I told oh Ben that we're starting our own chain. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I wrote wild because the um, uh, what's her name, heiress who bankrolled the sex cult leaders, uh, Claire Bronfman was sentenced to seven years in prison, and she sent me the article, and I wrote wild. Mm. Always on brand. You're that's not the really, only one hucking around yeah, here. Yeah, that's really good. I like how quickly she found them. From after watching the vow, oh yeah, like and then it was the same thing with Monica from Cheer. She was like, "Tomorrow we're friends." You're like, "What are you?" <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, "It's really hard for me to find female friends." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Well, Unless they're in cults or cheer coaches. All right, what was your last one? Um, she just showed us. Oh no, you was your picture. I showed you a so boring. I like it. Thank you. I like that you're boring. It makes it says thank you. Yeah, it's for two. You. How much does uh, Falco weigh? 8.6 pounds. Thank you. That was your new puppy. Well, you're getting very nice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's about the puppy. Gosh. All right. Who's the most famous person in your contact list? I mean, oh. <laughs> Whitney Cummings. <laughs> um, no, I'm probably the least famous in yours. I mean, Sandra Bullock, probably. It's always Sandra Good Bullock. Good one. I love it. I, I love mean, it. is he, I mean, I, it's so Sandra weird. Bullock is gonna. By the way, it's probably the fucking you, frankly. No. I mean, there's different kinds of fame now. There's there's the uh -oh. days of like like universally not famous are oh, like I went to. She the, loves the speech. Yeah. Everyone's famous to someone. That's what she's gonna say. Say it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you pulling the tactic of what that girl did to you about hyping them up and then so they have to talk themselves down? Because you just compared me to Sandra Bullock. Here's what I'm saying. I know I, you so well. Remember when we went to? Remember when we went to the RuPaul's Drag Race Celebrity Edition and there was a celebrity there named Madison Beer that I was like, I don't know who this person is. And you're like, she's got forty yeah, million. And I was followers. like, oh, she's famous. And you were like, me too. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, no, no, no. And then on Celebrity Drag Race with Phoebe Robinson, when I did the interview for my celebrity friend, I was billed as Phoebe's friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It's because nobody else invited like a famous person to come be their friend. It was like my mom, my soccer coach. And then it's like Whitney in full glam. Yeah. And she's like, anyways, Phoebe's been my friend for years. And they're like. Phoebe's friend. Yeah. Uh, Dude, they didn't even put my name on the lower third. It, <laughs> it was wild. It's like, Whitney, Phoebe's friend. And like, people were there like, is this I love you? how Benton loved it so much. It was so, I sent it to her when it came out. I was like, look at this. I was just like, right. okay, so Madison Beer is the most famous person on the planet, and I'm Phoebe's friend. <laughs> like, that's how, how the mighty to be, have though. fallen. Phoebe's cool. I just think, I just, no, I mean, I just feel like, fame has changed the days of a Michael Jackson and Madonna where yeah. everybody knows the same person is I feel like are kind of over and you can thank Amanda for that she's helped change yeah, she thank you Amanda broke, <laughs> she broke fame what is your daily average screen time no, for the week nope no yes. I will show you my tits before I show you that we've no. already seen it what's your screen time no I said no I'm not showing you it's gonna be too embarrassing here's the hold on okay. I think why she didn't want any of the rules okay yeah. here's the thing I feel like screen time is not accurate. I think that if you don't log out of the app, it keeps clocking you as on the app. I love conspiracy theories. I'm telling I you. I don't think it works like that. Because like, okay. If you embarrass yes. me in front yes. of my fan base. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, because there, right. there are times that my screen time is like seven hours. That seems low. 
Do you want to know my daily like total? Yeah, that's the question. Or my daily. daily average? Daily, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't, I'm too embarrassed. I don't want to say it. Give it to me. I'll tell you. No, it's too embarrassing. All right, I'm just going to tell you. I work really hard, and I've really been trying to step up my game with stories. And it's your phone. You can be on it as much as you eight want. Eight hours, 28 minutes. That's your weekly average? Daily. That's not right. Give me your phone. Why? There's no way you're on your phone that little amount of time. Well, I'm not on my phone that much. That's not a lot. That's a f all day. What's the total at the bottom right here where it says total? Total screen time. 33 hours and 53 minutes. For the week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Day. Nope. Day is six hours, one minute. What's the last <laughs> photo you sent to the person that you're dating? Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I'm not really dating anybody. Well, on the last four podcasts, she said you were. So that's <laughs> we've been through four podcasts where she's like, "I was on a date," <laughs> and we're, people well, are listening like, "What girl?" That, but if I show you, you'll know who it is. Or no, you won't. I might lie. You have to show us the photo. You don't have to show us oh, the, so anything you have else. To show the photo. Yeah. Oh, it's a photo. Okay. You go first. Where? Okay, fine. It's me and a. Uh, this is shit. We okay. most recent. Yeah, I don't know if I. Is it you in a bra from our last open? No. Oh. It's <gasps> me in a black flag shirt. <laughs> That's way more embarrassing than the bra. Because <laughs> we don't understand why. What did he respond? Wow. Uh, I, wow. <laughs> wow. Face. Uh, did you mean to send this to me? <laughs> Squirts. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Red flags, no. Black flags, yes." This is, um, this is mine. <laughs> this is your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just turn it. Whoa! Oh, is that from your calendar? Yeah. <laughs> Give Damn. me that. Wait, you know what's amazing about this? Is she's, she's, there's like suds. And I was like, what? Wait, do we get calendars? <laughs> yeah. I want to buy a calendar. No, I'll send you look. I just do it for fun. I love this photo, but it does have little white sparkles on it. I was like, mm, no, it's very, maybe don't. It could be misleading. I yeah, love I it. I get it. <laughs> I love this bath photo. Where's but, that bra from? Uh, I don't know. They sent it to me. <laughs> Influencers, man. They don't shop anywhere. She's like, where do you buy that? And they're like, we don't know. They just send stuff for us for free. We've never been at a store. We don't have to shop online. <laughs> no, I think this is, I think. Um, it's cute. It's hard to find good, sexy bras. Yeah, but this is like an, a lot of my bras are like old. Like I have like a lot of older bras. I don't really wear bras that often. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> to you? Yeah. What is that? What? Why? Because you're still wearing the maiden form. Cross your hearts. No, I just don't wear them. Oh, like the. Well, no. Okay, so the bras are cute that I have. Yeah. I just like you don't wear don't bras really, like every day. Yeah, I don't really like buy new bras. Like the most bras I wear are sports bras. But I don't. It doesn't have occur to bras. me to buy new bras. It's so true. You know yeah. what else? I didn't know you had to wash bras until like a year ago. Like I'll wear bra. Oh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> people were like, I went to a friend of my house and her bras were hanging. I was like, why are your bras in here? And she's like, well, I washed them. And I was like, are we supposed to wash our bras? Yeah. And I was like, oh, Whitney's okay. like, I wipe back to front. <laughs> I do wipe back to front. No. Yes, I do. No, no. You don't wipe back I to front? That. No. You won't wipe front to back? Wait, wait. 
I don't know how I do it. I don't want to do it down yeah, here. It's from back I'll text you what I do. Okay. <laughs> I don't really video. remember. I'll send you a video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't know you were supposed to wash your bras until very... I also ride my bras till the bitter end. Yeah. Oh, that's like true. The, the underwire. The wire. Stabbing you. <laughs> Impaling yeah. you. It's like, that's how Steve Irwin died, literally. <laughs> it was just like a giant wire. piece of metal going into your heart. <laughs> From his bra. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, from his bra. Look, he had a secret life. What's the la Who's the last person you called? Um, Whitney. Miranda Cosgrove. Okay. You had to pick someone else because the next uh, question leads into it. Well, it was also Esther. My accountant. Okay. You have to call that last person now <laughs> and let them know that you're really disappointed they don't care more about your hobbies. <laughs> Content. All right. Content. On speakerphone, please. Content. <laughs> Shh, don't laugh. Please don't answer. Oh, I have no service. No, I will get you on the Wi-Fi. No, I'm on the Wi-Fi. I will wi get you on the Wi-Fi. Right, right, Wait, right, you right. calling Esther to do this, though, is going to be hilarious. Oh, fuck. Can it be a FaceTime, or does it have to be a call? Just do a call. We can, everybody can hear it. Denied. She denied me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy, though. Like, I don't know how she would take that. She quits. I have no okay, accountant so, anymore. <laughs> wait, so I have to call... Should I do my next one? Sure, you can find another person if you want to. Whitney? Yeah, I mean, feel free. Hold on, Esther, but I do a... It has to be a call, not a FaceTime. You can do whatever you want, but a call to see it's easier. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> she might be on the plane. No, no, she's there she's in her room. She can't leave for two weeks. Yeah, she has oh, nothing to definitely do answer. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my... You have to do FaceTime audio. We get it, <laughs> internet nerd. You know how to use technology. Is this an accident? No, I'm just calling you. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Um... I am laying on my couch. Um, I'm just calling because I just want to say something real quick. Okay. That's kind of just like as we become better friends, like just uh, like I just sometimes feel like you don't care about my hobbies. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Am I on a podcast right now? God, you ruined that quick, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> We're playing, me and Amanda and Benjamin are playing a game called- Hi, Esther. <laughs> Hi, Esther. Called Show Me, where you have to call the last person in your phone and tell them you're disappointed that they don't care about your hobbies. <laughs> oh my God, I knew you didn't call me for real. <laughs> this is a horrible prank. I knew Esther would react terrible to that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Whitney being like, I can't talk anymore today. Hey, I go. Don't um, call me. Yeah, I did for any second. You you knew right away because I called you, not FaceTime, that something was fishy. Mm. Well, I just, yeah, it was a little too soon for you to call after our last call. <laughs> Shit. You guys, you guys suck. <laughs> All right. Well, we All tried. Right. Have fun. I miss you guys. I am disappointed Hi, in you. Bye. Think about other things. <laughs> Should I try my dad? Sure. Try your dad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm really disappointed you don't care more about my hobbies.
<laughs> Disappointed is a word I feel mm-hmm. like you, we don't use all the time, though. Mm-hmm. That's why but I turned it into... Rough. Yeah, it's questionable. It's, you can say, like, bummed out. It feels scripted. When you say yeah. you're disappointed, it gets serious. You're like, what? But it's weird to jump from, hey, what's up, to disappointed. It feels like a prank. It's really sad when everybody just denies your call I know I was gonna say. on a podcast. <laughs> don't, nobody I, cares. I'm actually truly disappointed none of these people care about your hobbies. None of, <laughs> you should just actually, call Esther, like, too, and tell her the same thing. I'm going to try one more person. <laughs> none of them answer your calls. This I'm going to try one more. Really sad. I'm going to call my mom. Is this why you guys are like, hey, Insta fam? Because it's truly yeah. the only people that will respond. My only family. <laughs> my real family doesn't The life care. of an influencer is really sad. Mom, you have down, 30 mom. million friends, yet none. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mom. Come on, mom. This... Hey. Hey, mom. Hey. What's up? Um, I just kind of wanted to talk to you about something. Okay. I am, I just really... I don't know how to say this. I just really wish that you would care more about my hobbies. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I like to go on hikes. I like to, I don't travel. And you haven't asked me once what I'm doing, like for fun. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you, mom? Yeah. My friend's mom asks, asks her all the time what she's doing. Like, are you having fun? And you, you didn't even ask. I went for a hike and I had all my stories and you didn't even ask me if I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. I love you. <sighs> Mom. Mom, oh I'm my god, you got me back. You no, she knew she's still on. She's on. Oh my god, she's still on? Yeah. I'm so sorry, Miss Cerny. Miss <laughs> Reed. Oh, Miss Reed, sorry. She has a different last name. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny and so like heartbreaking. That was so hard to listen to. I'm surprised you you didn't you you were like that. that <laughs> like that was, was bomb mother. I was like I was like she was like, this bitch is going to call me and say, what? Yeah. I'm going to freaking kill you. <laughs> now you're on the podcast. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> that is I'm so, so funny. sorry. If I knew you would be that nice, I never would have let that happen. I didn't. Like, usually she wouldn't be. So this is really good. Oh Thanks, Mom. Oh, my gosh. I love you. I, I love, love you. you. What are your hobbies? Yeah. Did you have a good hike? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was with Whitney. I'm so glad. Oh, you look so great right now on camera. So like, now you're like the best mom in the world. Well, you are. I love you. <laughs> I love you Come too. on. Okay. I thought all successful people had bad childhoods. This is fucking up my whole theory. You have to let that go. <laughs> yeah. All right, mom. Love you. Love, love you, you, Mom. <laughs> I love her. Well, that was fun. I mean, I wasn't like usually she's like she likes to tease me, but like I think she really thought that I thought she didn't love me. Yeah, that was also job. really good acting. Well, that was really you're like, I don't know how to say this. I jumped like, right to it. it <laughs> mine, I didn't sell mine at all. Yeah, you were just like, Esther, I'm mad at you. <laughs> yeah. she was like, what? Esther was like, like okay, and what's me? new? <laughs> yeah. 
it's not out of character yeah. for me at all. So the next one. Okay, last one because I'm sweating and I'm in a swampy. I mean, there's only four more and they're pretty good. Okay, let's go then. Who's the last person you searched on Instagram? Oh, God, this is going to be fucking embarrassing. <sighs> is it going to come up if I just go? Yeah, no. I don't. How do you see that? If you go to your search. And then it just shows you. Pretend you don't know how to use Instagram. It all shows you in a list, like a list underneath the search bar. Mm -hmm. Do you see it? The little X's. Okay, the real one. Mm -hmm. Okay, can I, let me walk you through a couple, because two of them I searched because you know when you go on Instagram and like a photo will come up, but then it'll like zzz, if you haven't been on it in a while and it'll go down. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I didn't you see what that see was. Yeah. So <laughs> this dog. <laughs> so Beth Stelling, comedian who's been on this podcast, I saw a photo and I didn't get to like fully see it. It was like her and. Um, somebody and I was like, oh, uh, Will Forte. And I was like, wait a second, are they dating? Like, I didn't know what was going on. So I went to her page, but that's not, that wasn't like a full search. And then Kaylee Coco, her sister has like an exercise line and they're like, oh, just go to her Instagram. So I searched that, but that wasn't like the last creepy one I did. The last creepy one I did was creepy. Kate Beckinsdale. <gasps> Glamorous. Straight up. That's a good one. Kate Beckinsale. I would just wanted to look at her body and face. Yeah, Amanda, you kind of like Kate Beckinsale. She does. Agree. Thank you. Agree. Look at her just receiving the compliment. I literally not just something thought of I that could when do. You said that. I would fight with you. That would be a tooth and nail. But that's because it's fun. <laughs> All right, what's yours? That was my. If I'm going to be honest, that was my last creepy one. But I don't. I don't think mine are doing it right. Seth Rogen also. I. I, I think I DM'd him about being on the podcast. Yeah, mine was my friend Anana. And, but it's, I don't know why I did it. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Bates hair, the, my hair girl. <laughs> makeup the life Danny. of a mogul. <laughs> the makeup wow. Danny. Riveting. Yeah. Uh, I like how you're just enjoying Instagram. You're like, I'm looking at my friends. Yeah. I'm looking at my hairdresser. Well, you like well, use I, it as a business. I use it tool. as a gossip. I use it yeah. to hurt myself. I, I use Instagram to hurt myself. You use it to be like, how's this hair person? Yeah, and I'm change like, your relationship. I know. That's your, new, know, that's your real like, intention. Who's my ex dating? Yeah, like, I hurt myself with Instagram. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, that's your new I, intention. I feel like I, I look up people sometimes and I just don't I don't know why it's not showing me who hmm like I feel like you can clear them you yeah but you're just not ooky sure. you're not ooky about it ooky I appreciate like you're not ooky about it like you're not using Instagram to like be shady and like oh. like stalk people you just use it mm -hmm. for business I need to learn from you I need to do that but maybe I'm stuck in my bubble and I'm just doing it in like my bubble of people and I'll go through everybody's stories and then I'll be like all right Hmm. That's how I stalk people. I follow them and I Ah, uh, okay. See, I don't watch people's stories as much because really? it makes me anxious. Yeah, because I think I need to be doing more or less. I'm like, ah, oh, they they're, they're, theirs look so good. I, like that's my favorite is the stories. Yeah. Huh. I like it all. <laughs> um, so this is the last one. We're okay. in on a positive note. You can pick any random person in your text messages, one through eight. You can't go past eight. And you have to send the them a positive encouragement. <laughs> what what it's just to give you. It's people. to give you rules. It could have been me. I'm gonna do yeah. whatever you want. But you need rules. <laughs> so one through eight, pick one of those people, okay. and you have to send them a positive, encouraging text message. Oh, I like that. My mom. I'll send it to my mom. Uh, which, by the way, I need to change my phone number. I just got a text, just F straight up, from a seven eight six number. Can you look up that area code? That's, is that Florida? Seven eight six. This is someone not in my phone that just says, this is the yacht we're going to rent to celebrate like on <laughs> when our Heat win the NBA championship. It sounds like Florida. 
but have to ban group sex on this one, LOL. Wait, that's not Florida. It's Miami. It's Miami. Yeah, but 786, you said? It's Miami. Do I just say okay. wrong number? I don't know why mine's saying pass. Don't say anything. You don't have to oh, respond to that. Work. Wrong number. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, I think I should do it to... Me? That is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm going to do it to Sarah from The Vow. Sarah from The Vow. Sarah Edmondson from Well, I the guess Vow. she deserves it. The, yeah. <laughs> the silence breaker from The Vow who busted up a sex cult. I'm going to write, I am so inspired. I'm in awe of you. Uh, you should be proud. I mean, because today the woman went to prison who funded this cult. Who's the blonde lady on The Vow, the very first one to leave? Can you just Google it instead of asking me? Yeah, I don't know. I thought you would know, <laughs> Mistress of the Vow. I don't remember her name. Well, that's not she, we're my point was she didn't get enough attention. This is I was what just ben, Benton her. likes to just like ask me questions I would never know the answer to on the podcast. Like I'm his personal <laughs> Google. I'm like if you just look it up, you could say, oh, what about this girl? What would be fun about that? No, who, who, no one wants to hear a bunch of people not know the answer to shit. That's not a good <laughs> You're wrong. He does this all the time. Really? Then how is Jeopardy a thing? And then... <laughs> Who wants and to be a millionaire? Benton Any will, game show. And then Bunton, Benton, Bunton. And then Benton also just say, one day I'm going to know his name. One day I'm going to learn Benton's name. It's going to be a big deal. <laughs> Benton also just throw things out. He'll be like, yeah, I heard that like ringworms like mostly live in bananas. And I'm like, is that true? And he's like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, okay. Could <laughs> is you? that not how you talk to people? If I was having a but conversation with you, I just say things. The podcast is we know what we're saying and then we're going to pass it on. We're not going to just guess. This is an info war. <laughs> I thought it was a lecture. No, this isn't like a brainstorm Maybe session you, of things we might know. No, it's like back to the, like the debate that just happened they have a fact checker yeah so you need a fact checker that's true we need someone sitting here just to be like that's so not then true. you can speak freely and then someone would be like nope <laughs> that's not it i love that that's our entire podcast okay so <laughs> what am i going to write to sarah edmondson from the vow uh you are brave uh you you are kind you are smart you are important <laughs> no. you're gonna be a leader of the next cult yeah yeah i can't wait to get you into my my cult i can't wait till you <laughs> silence. i can't wait till you silence break me <laughs> <laughs> you're saying hey sarah big tattoo she idea <laughs> she might not show up hey um, send nudes <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But love Wait, you having on the pipe. Encouraging. <laughs> well, I already sent her saying today. I hope you're proud and feeling triumphant today. Many people are safer else. because of you. Oh, okay, it's good. Uh, okay, my neighbor. I'm really grateful for my neighbor. She's really nice. And I feel like my mom really deserves. Yeah, your mom. I need to text your mom too. Yeah. How about Taylor Tomlinson? No. <laughs> she's no. good. She has. She's. She. We need to keep her nah. humble. We just, need to keep her humble. Just really like make Esther feel. Like something's up again, and just no, send you can't her, do like, Esther. She'll never quit talking about it. Esther, bring it up all the I'll time. say. Remember the other day when Esther was like, "Hey, thank you for making me feel part of a family," and she started crying. Yeah, we should put her on medication. She was uh, really nice to everyone. She, you were included in that too. Uh huh. She was saying that in we general, had a serious she just moment. Likes, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna text Esther. I love you, wait, you and I'm so glad <laughs> you're my new sister. What about that? Oh, she's gonna be like, is this real? She's gonna be like, is this fake again? You're the best. I said, I love you, and I'm so glad you're my new sister. You're the best. That was a good text. Yeah, she was. I do, I do, I do kick her around a little. She's gonna like the sister word is all you need in that. Like she's gonna be like, she's gonna send. Oh, here go. She wrote back, LOL. I told you she wouldn't believe you. Uh What what did she send out back the squirt emoji? (laughs) Yeah. Your least favorite. Throw the phone. I just sent the squirt. (laughs) All right. That was good. We need to, we'll clean up the messes that we made on this podcast. Um, 
That was not. That was, I was not a fart. I, just, I, I swear. We'll clean up the mess that's being made on this phone. <laughs> Wait, that was. I don't. I swear, I would own up to it if it was a fart. I swear, I will say if I farted. Hey, that I was believe that. you. It came from over there. It was funny because I, your your face when you hear a fart and you're not sure if you should say something and you had to like check it. What was that? Did you fart, Benton? No. Wow. I heard it from over there. Well, what, it was. I thought in it was, the like bathroom. But I thought it was in the there. chair. I thought I leaned back in the chair farted that's always oh i thought it was your mic when you moved your mic oh no (laughs) i would say if i farted i'm one of the i'm I'm one of those people well there's nobody in your bathroom it came from over there Uh, you said a lot of celebrities have ghosts in their or think they have ghosts in their houses (laughs) i need to figure that joke out yeah yeah no no you got it yeah it's close it's uh no i if i fart i'll I'll either just walk away like if i just (laughs) walk away in the middle of a conversation it means i'm farting (laughs) Oh, to do it somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. If I'm just like, I have to take, I'll take a fake I phone you call. Might, like you'll fart there. No, if you're, to, no, no. <laughs> no, I will, depends on who it is. If I want to get out of the conversation, badly enough. Um, uh, no, what I'll, although I do know someone, shout out to Ethan Sandler. Uh, I'm just fucking name checking. I don't even care anymore. Who's married to Catherine Hahn. And he wrote on a show that I did. And he said the best thing when you've been in a relationship for a long time, if you're fighting about something stupid, <laughs> what he'll do is he'll just fart That's and she'll start laughing. And it's just like, Ugh, what are we doing? Like, yeah. it's such a great way to end a stupid fight. That's a good strategy. Because I'm like, you know, like you fart. Humans fart. We fart. But if you just then, fart during a fight, it's, it's like, like, oh, fuck, I love you. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Because it makes it like reality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. It just like takes the tense. Like, what on am I? On that note. Yeah. <laughs> Just end the podcast. I always end these very awkwardly. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Your Juan? Your, we haven't talked about any of your litany of businesses. Oh, it's fine. She makes, makes the most amazing wine. Bees oh, love it. my wine. Yes. Oh, you said it like with an accent in it. Wine. <laughs> and she just went, that's fine. We don't have to. I don't. Whatever you say. everyone. <laughs> you just gave up. You're like, no, we don't have to talk about that. Oh, you mean my wine? <laughs> you're yeah, like, it's you're really. Like, I have so many products. No, no. Like, I don't know what a wine is. No, it's actually really. You've tried it. It's fucking. I'm, I'm an alcoholic and a wino. So I like lots. Of, this was like. Even non-wine so, drinkers love it. And it did not give me a headache. Here's the thing. I can't really drink white wines and rosés because they give me headaches. This one, I had no headache the next day. I had hey. no migraine and wasn't like all dehydrated. Yeah. And it's like, it's palatable for like everybody that's tried it. Maybe I hope they're not just being nice to me, but like seems like they genuinely love they, it. And it doesn't so. leave a film on your teeth. It's weird. Yeah. It's sweet, but it's not like sticky. It's not mm-hmm. like um, juice. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you do, how do you make a wine? Did you go and like taste a bunch? No, and- just tasted it. We let yeah. the vineyard do their thing. But the the wine ratings are amazing for all the wines we chose. Like they're all 91 plus ratings on the wine, which wow. is like amazing. And then, yeah, just like And I know favorites. nothing about wine. And there's times that wines will be like $200. And I'm like, I don't get it. And I had yours and I was like, I okay, this is fu- like I. This is delicious. Yeah, there's times really I'm like good. talking myself into wine being good because I'm like I think I'm supposed to think this is good, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't. <laughs> it was just like perfect. Thank you. Crisp. Yeah, we're. I I did it with my best friend Batch. What are the like notes? What are the notes? Um, the notes of the rosé or a the- rising rising cherry. Of the rosé. Falling raspberry. <laughs> well, You know when they talk about wines and they're like, there's like yeah. a nutmeg. Yeah. It'll be like a sweet breeze of pine. It's always the same like poetic 
language, I feel like, for the like, one. Yeah. But it's it makes like, it, like, like it romanticizes it. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. There's a soft, nutty flavor you're at like, the end. Okay. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's all, I mean, everything's pretty light. The rosé is, I don't know how I would describe it. Like, I guess it's very, it's light, like, a, almost like a... Makes everyone sh- seem more interesting. That's how I describe it. <laughs> makes everyone just a little less annoying. <laughs> it's, it's like, not too sweet, but sweet enough. Little strawberry... Maybe it is a little like, strawberry, and then um, refreshing, refreshing, crisp, crisp. It's very crisp, crisp. Delicious. It's like a gala apple. Oh, <gasps> that's my favorite. Apple. But not appley. Don't get confused. no. It's not apple juice like Benton. Juice. Yeah, it has, and it's not too fruity. No, no. It's just it's fucking so good. Perfectly balanced. Yeah, sixty six wine. Go check it out. Sixty six wine dot com. <laughs> always <Yeah>. hucking <laughs> always hucking always working with no shame and she can do it with that. see for me I have so much shame I'm like yeah you don't have to buy it. you don't know what to watch I'm just, I'm like, ain't well, that the truth I love it but I love it like I it's, I'm not mad at her it, she's making me realize like you can sell the thing you've worked hard to make and not be ashamed of it and no one's gonna not like you it's you that doesn't like you that's yeah. what I'm doing when it comes to the merch when it comes to the masks and all the stuff that we sell I'm always like oh I don't wanna seem like I'm selling this Like, but yeah. I am selling we like celebrities who are happy for what they've achieved Benton <laughs> always fucking tells me this why can't you we give more mind? merch away <laughs> we're like y'all want it well I feel like I'm like <laughs> being desperate or merch but it's, it's great merch by the way thank you yeah it's all Benton. I love it. I wear that hoodie all the time. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll give it. you the new merch. People <laughs> are obsessed with that hoodie. Um, but I'll also, order the new merch. But I, no, like, we'll give it to you. I'm like, buy the merch, subscribe to the YouTube, or don't. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. why can't I say yeah, that? Yeah, every time. We're like, guys, leave us comments. If you feel like it, if you want to. Or like, don't, I'm, no pressure. I'll delete my account. I mean, it's whatever you want. <laughs> I will quit how, if you want me to. But how else? I mean, hopefully everybody has products that they actually truly believe in, you know, and aren't just like, Push it, but that goes back to trust. Yeah, why? That's I, my theory. If we yeah. make merch, we should be willing to wear it. If yeah. I like it enough, then I'll wear it. Yeah. I don't want the last thing I want is for you to buy something that you're gonna be like, I'm gonna sleep in this. But here's yeah. the thing: Go I, home. I grew up. <laughs> I grew up having to make myself smaller for narcissists because I couldn't shine too bright, uh-huh. and I still have a little bit of that where I'm like, oh, I don't want to. Mm-hmm look like I'm bragging and I don't want to show off. That's what comes up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, but no one thinks that. I mean, no, you just I did that. Like and I, I didn't think that. I thought that was fucking awesome. You're like, buy my wine. I'm like, cool. I will. Because you know, she's not doing that. Uh, yeah. We know well, you know, you, it's my, I need to work on, I need to fucking work on that. And if anyone does think that you're bragging about something that you made and you're making money off of good, good. <laughs> I am good. Yes. Thank you. I needed that pep talk. No, that I just gave myself. Yeah. I mean, everybody has a little bit of that. Like, but you're making me realize there's no shame in being fucking super ambitious and wanting all of it. Well, that's yeah. something you're carrying around because you're women, or if you're anybody that's not a straight dude, you carry that around. That feeling of making being smaller. Am I being un, am I being in the way? Too am much I, space. Yeah, like, and you I don't want wanna, too much. Like, who do you know what it is? Who do I think I am? There's that. Yeah, a little bit of like the like sort of like who do I think? I'm like, what am I? Trying to say, because I think when I used to be jealous of comics that had a bunch of merch and had a bunch of things and sold out shows, like I don't even like to tell people when shows are sold out. Yeah. And then people are like, is your show sold out? And I'm like, I don't I don't want to be the person who's like, sold out shows. Like, why not? Which is but so funny. I worked my ass off. Yeah. But like, you're actually, you feel proud, right? I of do. What, you, what you've achieved. Like, you actually, you're like, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Or are you like, hell okay, yeah. cool. Sometimes. I'm going to, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I'm a little, hell, hit. Yeah. yeah, we had a, hell yeah, yeah, hit. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, no. Fenton. Hell yeah. Fenton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think that we're, like, we're at this time where now like this next generation is going after shit. We just have to be shameless about it. And if someone doesn't like it or thinks we're bragging or want too much or being corny, like that's their shit. Fine. You'll know. If someone's being braggy and gross, yeah. you know they are. Yeah. And then you can be like, that person's gross. Move on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And if they think I'm bragging, fi- fine. It's all about authenticity. Uh, authenticity. That fucking word. <laughs> and code dependency. On that note, <laughs> unfollow Amanda and follow me. I can say this without shame. <laughs> yes. Very good. But don't, no. <laughs> it's she actually really she, bad for she me. She won't even do it as a joke. <laughs> She's like, okay. Yeah. Yes. She's like, yeah, good luck, bitch. She's like, you can have a couple. Please don't. <laughs> I do giveaways. <laughs> we need to do giveaways. I, <laughs> I, Whitney does this thing where I, I take, you know, my talents and skills and I tell her things and I'm like, we should do this. And she's like, I don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't know if I don't remember the end of that. I'm not, that's not what I think. And then like a month will go by and she'll text me at like three in the morning, like, you know what we need to do? And it'll be the word for word, the thing I, that I said. That you said? Yeah. Well, that's good because that's, you're, you're impacting her life. Or someone else will say it and she'll be like, did you hear this? And I'm like, it's <laughs> some kind of joke <laughs> but Whitney does it and you do giveaways in real life I do giveaways in real life yeah every time I leave Whitney's I have a new prize that I love oh yeah yeah we were making we were making fun of her about that yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like I today just, I have a penguin <laughs> I just like give I like people like there's things that I feel like I have that I'm like you need this but you're not giving away junk you're like giving away things that like are really cool. I so. think there's something more valuable than giving giving someone a gift that's your that was yours is to me a bigger deal. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because it's it was mine and I like Depends it. Depends on I'm, the yeah. gift. Yes. I now want yeah. you to have it. <laughs> it does depend on this what you're giving away. <laughs> <laughs> I should give you some of my bras. If it's like a book, you don't that buy you, them. If it's like a book, it actually that you probably love. help me a lot. Yeah, the like books, a like figurine, something like boots. That. Like I had these amazing cowboy yeah. boots. That like, uh, there were vintage cowboy boots and they were like fucking so gorgeous cool. vintage. They were like so expensive and I never wore them and they weren't my style. And Kesha walked in the door and I was like, they're yours. And she was so happy. I've had these boots for seven years. I've never worn them. Makes perfect sense. That I've, makes sense. No, they were like belts around the ankles. Oh, I saw them. They were and, like the, and I was like, her. what size shoes are you? And she yeah. was like 10. And I was like, oh, I've had these boots for you for seven years. Yeah. Like, I just love that. I love buying things. I mean, like, I don't want this, but I know someone's going to. Finding a home for them. Yes. Like the fostering you do. Yeah. With the puppy. I'm like, I'll figure out whose this is later. Yeah. But it's not mine because I wear the same shit every day. Like, I I love it. I like it. But it belongs to you. Yeah. I dress like the kid from Stranger Things. So it's not for me. And on that note, thank you guys for watching. (laughs) Bop, bop, bop. (laughs) And listening. And make sure you subscribe. And we love you. Give it a five-star rating. It's okay, stop pushing your brand. <laughs> stop pushing your brand. <laughs> they give it a five-star rating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't ride elephants, guys. Thank you. Thank you.